Oh, hello. Welcome to this 5th anniversary 50th episode special of Cinema Swirl. This episode is brought to you with the support of our backers over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Recording an episode with the OTPs back in the same room was one of our stretch goals, as was watching Lord of the Rings The Return of the King Extended Edition. We made both of those goals, and here we are. So thank you again to our Patreon backers. $5 backers get access to Cinema Swill, a show where we watch famously crap movies, and I tell you, it's been a lot of fun. We recently covered Wild Wild West. There's new episodes coming every month. If that sounds appealing, then why not get involved over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Right, happy birthday, happy 50th. Let's get swirling. Swirl! Oh, some of them lads over there are looking shifty. It's episode number 50! And the fifth anniversary of Cinema Swirl! Double way! Does that mean, um, let's uh, crunch the numbers here now. Alright. Beep, boop, boop, boop. That's talking about looking at around 100 episodes a year there out of five year minimum. <laughs> That's pretty. I'm surprised by that output, like, you know. And yeah. just out of cautionary, I'm not going to crunch the numbers again in case they are entirely correct. No, just we'll stick with that. 100 uh, episodes a year. Yeah, 100 episodes a year. I mean, that's a. You know, we said the start, you know, we said, like, oh, they might come out every two weeks or every month. Who would have thought? You know, or there might be 100 a year. <laughs> which, <laughs> works, which works out as around. Uh, 2.5 episodes a week of course you are listening to Cinema Swirl hello everyone once again on this very special episode calmly walking through all the corridors and gilded rooms of Hollywood California is me Cowboy Kevin joined by my OTP Sam hello in the what is this tangled flesh we uh. weave <laughs> You're all physical. Yeah, we're in the same room, recording for the first time in years, I yeah. think. Yeah. L- last time we recorded in person, yeah. I lived at a different house. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Took us four minutes plus bonus footage to get yep. into the It's Been a While references. Yeah, a little bit stained for you there. And of course, our experiences here are going to be stained in a whole different colour because you are here in person, Sam. Mm-hmm. Hey, mate, put the Skype back on, Yeah. <laughs> It's lovely to be here, in, in, in the flesh. And particularly yeah. as well, this is the room that you see mm. when you Skype me. Very surreal. So, so I'm know. sat where you normally sit when I Skype you. Yeah. So Behind I, me is what I would normally see behind you. And even though you're looking to where I would normally look, I'm not in your house. This very much feels like a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, every, every time I look I look into the Skype and I see that, I kind of go, oh, you know, it's it's like something I've seen on Point and Click game many times. I think I know where to click in yeah. there, you know, to find all the dirty secrets. <laughs> So, Sam, yeah. what brings you here to my front room, a.k.a. the studio? Sure. Why are we in person? What's on tap today? More hijinks with Cinema Swirl, I'm assuming. Yeah, sure. Big hijinks, Cinema Swirl. Three main points, I think. I've, always, I've said that with confidence, and now it's got to be three. Number one, one of our Patreon goals was that if we get a certain amount, we'll do something in the same room together. Yeah, and admittedly... We made it. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Right on time. You don't, know. Again, don't crunch the numbers. Number two, another Patreon goal was that if we got to a certain amount, 
we'd watch Lord of the Rings Return of the King yeah. Extended Edition. Ah, I see now. Yeah. Now, Sam, is, could it be that you and I maybe greatly underestimated the, the desire to see us watch a four-hour Lord of the Rings movie? Uh, maybe, but yeah. thank you very much for all your support over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. It's much appreciated. And here we are at number three, fifth anniversary, number four, I'm sorry, guys, 50th episode. 50th episode. Yeah. Does that include, because I, I have a bit of an issue with this now, where... Uh, what's canon and what's not canon. Because, what, what, yeah, <laughs> I was looking at the day with the Ad Share podcast, I'm like, oh, coming up on 100 episodes there. Right. But then I realised that some stuff is re-release of things from Patreon and lost episodes, bonus episodes. Mm. I think for us, the Robocop and maybe the spin-off swirls where we've done How To Swirl and we did The Wrestler with the Ad Share podcast. Yeah. How do those numbers crunch out? <laughs> Do you think I know yet? Yes, I legitimately... You've set up cameras here. I um, figured you'd have the crunching done. I didn't realise there was going to be accountability kind of situation. I think... Let's just say that this is episode 50. Yeah. You know what? For all intents and purposes, this is episode 50. There might have been some bits and bobs that came out and we... they. They're not canon. You know what? This is as much... Strike them from the record. They're gone. (laughs) This is as much episode 50 as the previous one was 49, and the one previous to that was 48. Yeah. Because every time we sit down to do an episode, the first thing we do is we go... What episode is it? it?" And then we go and we check, and we check the last one. Yeah. So each episode is accountable to the previous episode, which is pretty much watertight in terms of accountability. So if you want to blame anything blame the previous episode independence day it's that episode's fault yeah we think this is episode 50 and if you really want to blame anything blame the blame game guys yeah that's what it's all about really but it is the fifth anniversary for definite for definite yeah five years we're just over five years that's not so bad god but five years ago we we embarked upon a wee little dream of a podcast and here we are now you've watched this is gonna be your 50th movie now Mm. i feel like i've done a real public service here i think you have i think i'm probably more of a film expert now well i mean that's that's obvious like i was then correct but I think if we started now, yeah, and I had just watched the fifty films that I've watched coincidentally, mm. we'd never recorded a podcast, and now we decided to do it. I don't think it would be quite as relevant. No, I think it would be like pretty much most podcasts. Yeah, just two <laughs> blokes chatting about films that they've seen. I did a thing recently, a, a little bit of like side hustle work, which involved my voice needing to be used for like a recording mm. software thing, and all it meant was that me and a bunch of other Irish people who were picked out by a company had to talk just about anything for an hour. Right. Which meant that I had to spend several hours speaking with several different Irish people and the inevitably the subject came to what do you do? And mm. I mentioned podcasts. And they went, oh, what's your podcast about? And I mentioned Cinema Swirl. And yeah. they go, what? and four of the people went, oh, no, but I have a recommendation of a podcast for you now. And I was like, oh, really, what is it? And he goes, well, there's these two guys. Mark, come on. There's these, <laughs> <laughs> there's these two guys and they both... Ha- they know so much about movies mm. and they love movies and then they watch the movies together and then one might disagree with the other and be like how do you like this movie mm. and I thought the fact that you are very unknowledgeable has really helped us stick out oh, in the it's environment a, absolutely a selling point and we, we, I, thank you for your service you're, <laughs> you're welcome I, to be honest I've still got a long way to go there are a lot of I looked through the list that we first assembled yes. when we started doing this and some of them I've ticked off 
a lot of them haven't. There's still some fucking classics in there. And then round about pretty much every other week, we realise that the small-minded nature of the list we put together mm. way back when, yeah. or maybe the people who've outed themselves to be diddlers or whatever between <laughs> now and then, like, hey, let's do American Beauty. That'll be real fun. We can talk about, no, he was a different kind of diddler. No. It's all right. It's fine. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that there is a, by no means, any sort of a, of a risk of, I mean, the thing about Hollywood, they make literally dozens of these movies they a keep year. pumping them out like yeah i was checking in the cinema the other day all new stuff it was in <laughs> <laughs> they had the lion king, <laughs> the lion king. <laughs> there's new avengers it was yeah there's another spider-man now all though. the new stuff all we've the never new seen stuff before non-stop yeah. uh, the dream factories crystal clear waters run blue yeah. and ever anew we ain't slowing down no this is exactly. happening for the rest of our lives <laughs> Uh, and we say that now before watching what may well be the longest movie in mm. existence. And the last episode of Summer's well. Yeah, if you're looking now in the cute picture that beautifully drawn by Joe, our lovely artwork here, that's now mm. two skeletons <laughs> with charred out eye holes. Yeah, that was us five years ago. Yeah. yeah in cartoon form. <laughs> Pre-extended Got a edition. picture of Dorian Gray type thing, whereas we're aging and the picture is staying the same. <laughs> yeah. put out the call in our, in our mm. last episode and on our in our cinema swill we recently did wiki wiki wild wild west if you want to check that out become a five dollar backer over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swill yeah they had a great time in the dirty old west there uh, we've got lots of fabulous information that's been sent and I like that you've come in person here Sam today mm-hmm. which is good because I can smell him I can I can I can touch him and I know that he's there and that's very very good you know and you've not really podcasted with someone unless you've podcasted with them you know in the same way if you've read a kindle book you've not really read the book Mm. and we've not even reading your questions because they've not been on physical paper physical paper sam when they say physical media is dying get a load of these Uh, no less than three sheets whomped up with cinema swirl well wishes two copies we're not sharing (laughs) this was all by the way uh, his call over here. Hello. You know, that this yeah. guy over here. Fuck the environment. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's made out of pressed palm oil, is it? I just got a bunch <laughs> of plastic straws and mushed them into a flat surface. And... <laughs> got to get them while they're getting still good, yeah. you know? Sam, have we got some nice massages here We've got now? Plenty of massages. Do you want some stats? Stats, stats. yeah. Now, I, I've been let know that when anytime there are stats, I need to ask beforehand have any of these stats been duked? Duked. Duked. What's to duke a stat? If someone's duking the stats, it means yeah. that they're sweetening them up. Like. Oh. So if it says yeah. that there's like, you know, a 45% reduction in violent cinema swirl episodes, we have to actually they make might sure duked. that's true. Then we've got right. to duke the stats. Well, these haven't been verified by an independent adjudicator, but. But you neither know. you nor I compile them, so that's pretty much. Uh, you know. So Noel Phillips has sent us a bunch of stats here, and he's also sent us some nice things about the five years of the swell. There might be some compliments and praise and lovely things that people send in that I might not read out, but we have read them and we appreciate. Yeah, them. Uh, I think the, the special ego cut of this, like, yeah. we spent ages. I mean, Kevin, <laughs> I've had to scroll through so many emails like, you're great guys, you're so funny, you're Stop, brilliant. Guys. guys, please keep sending them in, but we're not going to read them out. We, m- we might still read them out. So, you never know, Sam, if 
few might slip through the cracks. Sure. You know? you know, why not? Hey, over the five years on the swirl, Sam has given out 184.25 star wipes and five golden rings. Forgot that I did that. Oh, you fucked up that. <laughs> you, I have a funny feeling now, just making a wild assumption here now, not, not having read through all these mm. stats. But if someone is going to go and take the care of compiling a series of art pieces of information about all these statistics and numbers, yeah. the fact that you changed the units for one episode for the purposes of a gag... Throws off the whole thing. Yeah, I imagine yeah. that's going to make things a bit difficult. I myself have duked the stats here. Who knew, Sam, with that gag you were making such an outlier? <laughs> Noel uh, has some commentary here. Two things here. One, Sam, stick to Star Wipes. <laughs> Jingle all the way is a standalone with a golden rings rating. You okay, gave that five. You. Yeah, I guess it's because the song is five golden rings. Maybe I just yeah pop that. No, I really enjoyed Jingle All the Way. <laughs> um, it's a solid five ring that was, movie. That was a, a belter. Number two, Kevin, get it together. Oh, all the debates over half star wipes and back. Oh, to the- <laughs> we've already done this. We know that we were wrong. Back to the Future Two snuck in with three and three quarter star wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that I did that. So Sam tries that again, and you take away the tiffin. So he's not saying like you've made a mistake here. It's more rain me in. Oh, I see. Tell me off. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't let me do it. I know. Oh, isn't it? Oh, stop letting the Protestants take your land. Mm. You know. Oh, stop. Stop that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll stop the persecution of my of my own people. Fine. Oh, taking your decimals or whatever that I'm taking. <laughs> Eight films have received a five star wipe brackets or golden rings rating. Now I remember you were very 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 hesitant in the early days particularly mm. to, to assign such ones but I know not by the looks of but the Terminator <laughs> got five didn't do you it? want to try and guess what they are alright I know that obviously Independence Day uh, sharp as a tack ding nothing gets anything past me five yeah. golden rings you got jingle all the way ding I'm gonna suggest I know Terminator 2 did get a, a near perfect or perfect ding we've got three yeah okay Big Lebowski? Ding ding. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. So how many have I got there? The four. So four. we've got four left. Jesus Christ. Mm. One I know there's ones where you just kind of like were like, oh I've nothing bad to say about it, so it has to be perfect. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not not any Lord of the Rings movies. No. I'm gonna say oh Ooh. oh I oh. know Go- Godfather. Yeah, Godfather. Yeah. yeah, three more. I reckon. Uh. Oh shit, Goodfellas. Yes. See, anytime what happens if we get to do Sopranos bits, we just get in a really good mood. It's like, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we do analyse this and be five star wipes. Ah, it's There's great. <laughs> two more. I'll give you a clue. One was in our recent run in the last year. One okay. was uh, an early one. Early-ish. The Warriors? No. 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 Ah, I thought that's rep, movie's rep was heavy and well known. You've done pretty good with six. Yeah, I think I have to firmly tip my cap in yeah. there, but think I'm much more happy. Six is way more than You're I thought, You're not going to gamble for the money? No, gonna I, stick? I, I'm going to stick. Take I'm going to stick got. with okay. it. Thank you. So let's show you what those were. Jaws. Jaws! Jaws and Total Recall. Total Recall! Mm. Wow, Arnie's done well for himself. Yeah, he has done very he has. well for himself. Uh, only one film has the honour of being a one star white film. Oh, I don't. I know that one. Yep, that was uh, National Lampoon's. Wasn't Absolute it? travesty of a film. Which even you know what, actually though, that was I think probably my favourite episode of the last year. Because I fucking hated it. Because so you much. hated it yeah. so much, and it, it's actually made me in the back of my mind not a conscious effort, mm. but the idea is like maybe we'll s- sip in some ones that are you know beloved, but you will fucking hate. Oh, welcome to episode fifty, Lord of the Rings Return. Of the <laughs> Yay! <laughs> 
Arnie and Harrison Ford have both featured five times on the podcast. Arnie's got 21.5 star wipes and golden rings. Brackets, look at the extra typing sound for Christ's sake. <laughs> okay, we get um, it. Harrison Ford's got 20 star wipes. Now, I don't know if that necessarily means that he's like the best. It just means that he's in a lot of movies. Mm, you yeah, know? yeah. I, honestly, I think once you made that Harrison Ford joke, we knew the big man was coming back every other week. And Noel's got a, a question. So we'll get to this later. Kevin, when it comes... Well, we might get to it now. With regards to the Return of the King episode, you still need to fill us in on who was not a kind person from the Lord of the Rings cast. Oh, it's... What's his face? Sean Astin. Oh, um, is, he, is he a bit of an arsehole? Uh, I have on good authority from folks who have oh. went to, you know, the signings and the sci-fi convention things, and he was very much one of those guys where he has his own separate velvet room kind of off to one side where you have oh, to, no. you know, spend an extra bit of money. You know, he's a big star, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Sting and Mick Foley had that when I went to WrestleMania. They deserved their own special mm. little room. But I've heard that he's very short with people and also had the air of a man who didn't want to be there. At time of record, he's trending for being nice to an otter. There's a photo of him with an otter and everyone's well, swooning over it. Well, there you go. He's being with a nice I don't know who to believe. Sam, who would you rather be nice to? Your fans or your otters? You know? <laughs> otters, 100%. Come on. Otters aren't going to get Peter Jackson back in the saddle. You lost the franchise to Amazon. You let it slip through your fingers, PJ. You fucked up. All right, this next question comes in from John Otter, who asks... Uh, it doesn't come from John Otter. <laughs> By the way, that, that's just alleged alluded... Not, yeah, yeah, you not, know, and uh, far be it for me to say that the best judge of a person is at a fucking sci-fi convention, where I've been to a few. Not everyone's Jeremy Bullock, aka Boba Fett, who was a right. gentleman and said okay. I was cool. Yeah, so he's not a confirmed bollocks. He's not just a confirmed he bollocks. Right, okay, you know. cool. But he's not a confirmed gent like Kenny Baker, who played R two D two, who also said that I was cool. He said you were cool. They both said I was cool independently when I was eight years old uh. at the Dublin sci-fi convention. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just some people have got an air about them, you know? Yeah. So uh, this comes in from Chris H. from Manchester. Congrats on episode 50 and 5th anniversary. Hey, he's five been... episodes, 50 years. <laughs> he's been listening since the start, and he's back on Patreon. Thank you very much, Chris. So in terms of favourite moment, he'd have to say episode 3, Back to the Future, when we discuss Doc Brown sending his dog through time in the DeLorean. In particular, the bit that always gets me is when Kevin affirms being lost in the realms of time is an animal welfare concern. Oh, special shout out to, to Dan Swanton, mm. who is also the illustrator for how to wrestling he made an animation of that along with uh, joe and that was a very fabulous piece of business it's, those those are some classic swirl early yeah. swirl moments there we've got a youtube account a cinema earl e more like am i right i thought you were talking about the cinema url of our youtube oh, cinema, earl. or cinema earl is youtube.com slash cinema swirl as far as i know yeah <laughs> so thank you chris megan and her partner dan write in saying congratulations on the 50th episode there's a lot of lovely praise here thank you guys much appreciated some favorite bits so and just be careful because I've heard about people trying to kill us with kindness and I'm yeah, wary. That's why I'm trying not now. to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't want yeah, we know you're gay, Mike, you, you know. You would be murdered by some of these nice things that people have to say and we appreciate it very much. You'll never stop the next big podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite bits from Megan. Uh, anytime you guys go on a Sopranos bit makes me happy. Oh! 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 Um, Jared Leto bits. Uh, lads, 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 band of football. Sam loving Lost. Um, <laughs> Kevin mentioning RTE and Fife Bananas. Brackets, I'm Northern Irish living in England. Sam's jingles and calling himself a big boy. I can't remember doing that. But uh, I, I think you've referred to yourself as, a, as a set, one of your affirmations. Right, I, 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 I am a big, big boy. I can boy. do it. <laughs> John Travolta messing up at the Oscars, which I still watch to make me happy sometimes. The wickedly talented. talented. One and only. <laughs> Does he? 
<laughs> How did we go through the whole Grease review? The whole review? And not do that? Is that not what... Did we not do it? I'm pretty sure oh, we didn't. Okay. Sam thinking Adrian was Rocky's little mate. Oh, I don't think I've bit my lower lip as hard in my whole life. It nearly came off. And Kevin's car puke mould story, which still upsets me to this day. What episode? I'm trying to remember what episode that is even in. I don't want to know because I don't want to listen back to it. That, that's the kind of thing with a lot of the cinema swirl is that it's like, as it was ostensibly meant to be about films, but then mm. becomes about pretty much everything else. <laughs> There's like, you never, like, when you go back and listen to an episode, and I've checked at some old episodes recently, you've no idea what's going to happen because the anecdotes in the episodes don't line up, like, mm. at <laughs> <No>. all, you know? <laughs> the bit about John Travolta is not from the John Travolta No, episode. it's not. Um, so, okay, these questions come in from our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. That is patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Oliver Cadot, my question is, has there ever been a movie that Sam has re-watched since doing an episode on it and for which my opinion has changed? I know that we asked this question quite early on in the run, at least 10 episodes in. No, I've not, I've not done not. it. But what I've found out is that my local cinema is showing Aliens, Terminator 2, Ooh. Independence Day, and something else that I've forgotten soon. Wowzers. So I might go and check those out. Those are all solid uh, four and five baggers there. <laughs> Plus, those are freebie tickets if I apply through my parent Sky VIP service. <laughs> so it seems worth a go. So I might re-watch some of them, because I've never done it. I don't know why. I just think... I would have sworn you would have went back to Big Lebowski by now. That's the one where, which I've always said... I would like to go back and watch it. Because, like, honestly, the second viewing of that is is so much better yeah. than the first. I think maybe any time... If I do go back and watch one, we will chat about it somehow. somehow. Yeah, I actually yeah. think you going back and watching a, a... If you do watch it, a, a one or two or a couple, we could do a little Cinema Swirl revisited. Yeah, a little, <laughs> yeah. a little revisit on Patreon would be good. Yeah, uh, Trent Howell. Cinema Swirl, your podcast seems to have the momentum of a runaway freight train. Why are you so popular? Just great stuff. Just exactly, great. you know, that's um, it, you know. James... <laughs> you mentioned this earlier. James Gohini, thank you you for introducing the word diddler into my lexicon in, in the nightmare on elm street episode thank you for sourcing that i use it on a daily basis wow perhaps a swill of one of the terrible sequels or reboot of nightmare on elm street oh uh, nightmare on elm street was like was was a lot of fun and honestly at one point in the year this i really look forward to is always the spooky swirl because i think horror movies have mm. the joy of being like both well-renowned and sometimes a little bit shonky well, you this, know? this upcoming Halloween is going to be the first time we have a Halloween swill. Yeah. That's going to be a blast. Oh, my some, God. Some shit Halloween films. Can't wait for that. Gavin. Yeah, I think with a lot of the Halloween and you know the, the, the spooky movies, the sequel swirl will also be the swill. Yeah. <laughs> they will double up. <laughs> Gavin Baxter asked a question, which is, as for more movies to watch, you can finish the Rocky films and Indiana Jones. Okay, yeah. that's a fair point for sequel swirls. Can you name some films you've seen more than five times? As a child, he says. But I think in general, movies you've seen more than five times. I've wondered what you will have seen that many times. Anything from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Right? I, I, honestly, I think there's stuff on this podcast which we said where I I was like, I've seen this movie 20 times. Like, mm. Predator is it was one I've seen at least 20 or 30 times, I feel like. I, I may have given a different estimation of that, but yeah, yeah, I've watched it. A lot it, of times. I have watched it once more since, since then. Often what happens on this podcast, actually, is that there's something that I've watched a lot, and then I do an episode on it, and then, like, Joe hears me talking about it, and she's like, oh, I've not seen that in ages, or I've not seen it. Then I watch it again. Mm. <laughs> so like, I, I watched uh, Total Recall again, not that long after right. doing it for, for The Swirl, and likewise National Lampoons, because I was like, no, it is good. And Joe's like, yeah, it is good. Let's watch it. No, it is good. Yeah, he's just wrong. <laughs> but what we're about to do today, that's... Yeah. 
this seen it plenty of times. Plenty of times. Have you watched the extended cuts of all of these that's, before? That's the ones I had on DVD growing up. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So one more thing. Uh, I'm a crafty veteran, Sam. <laughs> Isaac Leatherland, which is a great surname, by the way, Isaac. Still upset with Sam for turning his back on Pepsi Max. How about a celebratory glass of the Lord's sweet nectar? Oh wow. Which brings me. Kevin, oh no. To one of our classic features, Pepsi Swirl. Oh. Ah! Welcome, listeners, to Pepsi Swirl. Remember that? (laughs) No, this is just glass. It's been a long time since I've had any form of Pepsi. It's been a while, Sam. It's been a while. And this is how you (laughs) remind me that it's been a while. It's not like you to drink Pepsi. (laughs) I've been on a different story. uh, Fizzy drinks for the most part for, I think, a couple of years, maybe. Yeah, I mean, caffeine I've been off. There was was very much. uh, uh, a line in the sand that you yeah. drew where you, I think you had tried before to, to like Warren G, Nate Dog regulate, mm. but didn't work. Didn't work. You know, you can't just, you know, you had a car full of homies and it was all going swell, and the next yeah. stop was the East Side Motel. But you needed to cut that out of your life straight away. You couldn't regulate. So I quit cold turkey. Cold and then turkey. a couple of days later, I quit Pepsi Max. Classic joke that's already been on the episode. <laughs> um, so I can't really remember how this segment works. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to bring out some obscure Pepsi products. Yeah. And we're just going to drink them okay. and see what we think about. I think it was a glug rating system. Yeah, there was the glug, the glug rating. Noel didn't include in his stats there. So get working on that, Noel, in terms of... Yeah, I, I don't recall too many things with a altogether high glug rating. What? <laughs> I can't remember what we've consumed cherry pepsi uh, the pepsi, pepsi lip balm lip balm <laughs> there was the polo shirt you got me to wear once <laughs> yeah that was just that was a pepsi swell segment um, um, there was a cat i remember I, we did the pepsi taste test as well right yes, if you could taste that, between caffeine that's and one diet. of my favorite moments of the whole five the years fact that you, i think that was the biggest moment where you realized <laughs> that you could tell the difference between diet pepsi max and pepsi max and caffeine free pepsi yes that you had a problem mm. you didn't have a skill set you had a set of particular skills particular that problems that particular i needed to resolve that had to be resolved yes, yes. so if we've, and there was a recent one where I just said, "Oh, I've had some Pepsi, and it was really strong." Because you were on a, a long, you were on a long car, car journey. journey. It was the only drink in there. Now I'm not going to lie to you. On the run up to this, mm. I was. I've got some birthdays coming up for folks in my life, so sure. I was scanning on uh, various online shop platforms, mm-hmm. and I did see a few Pepsi bits and bobs. Yeah. But I thought, no, I'm not going out to. Out of respect. Out of respect, as your right. accountability buddy here, I'm not going to be like, "Hey, let's celebrate a milestone by ruining your life." Well, it turns out you respect me more than I respect myself. Because uh, <laughs> it turns out Sam's perfectly capable of ruining his own life without any intervention from me. Kevin, I present to you. Oh, fuck off, Pepsi Blue. Blue. Pepsi Blue. <laughs> Don't read it. Don't get any further details on what it is because I don't know what flavour this is. Nice and warm. <laughs> Sake. He's just been on a train from Nottingham that got delayed. That's been in my suitcase. So it's going to be a bit cool. shook up. You know what? The fact that it's blue might actually make me think it's some sort of like ice liquid. What? Like what flavour do you think that will be? That's going to have that... Because Joe, I'd never had Sulfur? A... No, sulfur would be yellow now. Okay. This might have an ammonia taste to it, perhaps. Yeah. Or it might smell like, you know, in a hospital, the cheap kind of... 
catch-all fluid that can be used to clean yes. floors and yes. instruments that. and patients and yeah, toilets. Yeah. It's just that. Can I get a, some ice at least? Yeah, sure, we can get yeah, some ice. I'm gonna get yeah, a, yeah, I'm going to get a clunk of ice. All right. You know? We just need to get the, the sound effect in here just so everyone knows that we're, we're keeping it fresh here. Oh. <laughs> Wait, let me see if I can get the... There we go. Right. That's not the most satisfying hiss. No? That was more like opening up homemade fermented pickled eggs or something as opposed to a fun carbonated I'll, beverage. I'll do you first. Now, I I will say this once. Don't pour me too big a glass. <laughs> no, you're getting a big one. I've got a four-hour movie. I'm going to crash okay. just Oh, okay. That looks... That's a horrible color. Let, Let me hold a scented candle up to it for the... <laughs> Viewing audience. Jesus, that is ghoulish. This looks like the plot of like a new okay. Ghostbusters movie. This is running under the street. Ah! Do you remember when Heinz did green ketchup? Do you remember when Colgate did mouthwash? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking thing! <laughs> looks delicious. What's you know what? No, I'm going to completely get this out of my head and just say, you know what, this is going to taste just like regular Pepsi. Oh, okay. This is fucking clutching at straws. Right. You know, sugar tax coming in. Some people are going to reformulate their stuff. No, we're just going to make it blue and, and therefore make you eat the expense and not reformulate. We're just going to make it blue and be as sweet as before. Bottoms up. All right, cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's, that's absolutely grand. That's nice. That is absolutely grand. That tastes like slightly, slightly flat Pepsi. It's quite strong for me because... I, I will say... It's got something else to it. I'm not sure what it is. I think the fact that it is blue, I'm getting a minty aftertaste because I'm mm. looking down and going, that's mouthwash it's, it's, there, pal. That, that's a illusion. That's I know it is. And the, the issue is, this is this is to do with me, folks, is that when I drink a fizzy drink, and mm. I, I rarely drink fizzy drinks, I'm not, like, I'm not cold turkey like Sam. You I'm know? drinking this quite quickly now. You are. You're going, this is going to be a fucking wild episode now. This guy's going to be hopping off the walls. But I swirl a fizzy drink around my mouth mm. like I would a mouthwash. And I've been told that that is disgusting, but I've also said that it's my choice and the choice of a new generation, so I can drink it however yeah. I want. Well, you've got to get across all your teeth so it can exactly, damage yeah. more. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm not, I'm going to share, I'm not going to like, oh, say, oh, bottom teeth, you've got to float on this blue liquid. No, the hard palate's going to take some of this too. That's quite nice. You know what? Mm. That is altogether all right. Yeah? You know, as, as a small glass of a fizzy drink... And we're kind of at, like, lunchtime on a Saturday hereabouts. You know, I have had my very savoury breakfast. Yep. I had some coffee earlier in the day. I've not had anything very sweet. It's a nice little treat. So for the first sweet thing of the day... Not that, bad. That's actually all right. That, that's... I, I will say, in, in its defence, this has been aided by the timing. Mm-hmm. And greatly by this cube of ice. Yeah. Oh, if that was warm. We'd be a different, different story, story now. Okay, yeah, yeah. So how many glugs would you give Pepsi Blue then? Um, let's have another go. <laughs> I thought there'd be some other flavour component to it. There is just this chemical something. back of the mouth, that kind of machine flavour. Has it affected my tongue? No, how about me? No, no we would No, good. we're not yeah. blue. So it's not that kind of blue. No. I would have expected a staining blue. Mm. I, you know, th three... Three, Three? Or four gloves? I, I say it's a solid four gloves. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. All right. That's all right. Okay, let's polish this up. Oh, mm. oh! It does have like 
if dentists had their own type of Pepsi that they That'd made you it. drink, that would be it. Okay, I can't put my finger on what the, the extra taste. It's is. just because it's so blue. Yeah, well, like I notice, I only actually get the aftertaste when I look back at the glass. Right, if then you close it, your eyes, but that's just Pepsi. It's a Pepsi. Yeah. Now, that, when I when I looked at it, then I was like, oh, you're in the back of the mouth. It does taste a little bit like effluent from an industrial process. Full sugar, by the way. Very bold of Pepsi to put it in a blue bottle, which makes you think, oh, it's just a blue bottle. Mm. But double swerve, it's a blue bottle, and out comes a bluer than blue liquid. Now that Heinz ketchup I was talking about, they released green ketchup. Do you remember this? Yeah, it was to a promote green... Shrek. Was that to promote Shrek? To pro- promote Shrek. I thought it was to promote fried green tomatoes. The adaptation no. of the novel. <laughs> And so when I had that, I think somehow in my brain it tasted, it tasted like different. a swamp. It tasted like onion. <laughs> it tasted <laughs> like a donkey. donkey. <laughs> I think maybe that's done it. Maybe it's just regular Pepsi. I think it is. Right. Wait, let me just see one thing on the back. Mm. The description. It might be in a different language. Oh, that most certainly is in a different yeah. language. This is not you can't get this over here. I, I will say there's a lot more this na- is- natrium, <laughs> aka sodium in this. <laughs> Than most, there's, yeah. uh, there's 15 milligrams of sodium in, in 100 mils of this. Jamie Oliver would not be happy with what we've done here. No, this is the type of level of sodium that might make you. All right, I'll tell you what. If I piss blue later, I I will adapt to the glug rating. All right. The, cool. One of those four glugs is contingent on the color and the frothiness of my urine later. So four glugs from you. I'd say about three and a half for that. For you me. know what? I'm already where I'm at now. It's been like a minute or two since I've actually drunk it, and now I'm no longer actively drinking it. Yeah. I can feel it draining me. Do you miss it? <laughs> like, I feel I've got a hole in me now. I feel a little bit shaky. I'm a little bit shaky. I think I need a four-hour movie soon to get this out of my system. I'm worried that this episode is just going to become me sort of relapsing into having Pepsi again. Well, Sam, here we are. Mm. We are where you said we would never be, and then you started a Patreon, and then you realise your concept of what you say will never happen. It has to be a little bit fluid. Yes. Much like the movement of the elven people across... Much like Pepsi Blue. (laughs) Don't mention it, because then I'll want it. There's still some in there. Can you take it away? No, you're going to have to look at it. Table at least because it's gonna be very distracting. All right, I'll pop it down because I think I will become addicted to it just from its presence there. You can keep that if you want. Thank you so much. Always tempt you (laughs) Uh, in case I'm ever low on sodium, like I will uh, have a ready source at my fingertips. Mm. We're here. Obviously, you don't want to disparage our fabulous backers on Patreon. No, thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. You, You love their support, even though their support has brought you out of your comfort zone mm. somewhere you don't want to be not saying you don't want to be in my house well but this is not, <laughs> this is not the circumstances with which you want to come for a nice visit right not ordinarily no what were the problems with the previous Lord of the Rings movies for you Sam they were long mm. and I didn't find them particularly interesting or entertaining for me yeah i mean the last one i think i gave it three did maybe. you yeah i thought it was two i thought it was i thought it was two as well yeah um someone wrote in to say like sam clearly wanted to give it two and a half but felt under pressure that he couldn't do halves. So oh i three. see so i rounded up oh sorry rain him in rain him out what the fuck do you want <laughs> i bless the rains then which one is this god you try fucking handling this lad over here, huh? I just, I think, I think they're just not for me, and that's fine. Yeah. Now, when we first started mm. this, the particularly the Lord of the Rings, I do think one of the the, the thing, and even with Star Wars in our first episode, yeah. we made a lot of allusions to 
the impact of big movies like this on TV. Mm-hmm. We also mentioned Game of Thrones. Yes, and Game of Thrones has since finished. And Game of Thrones has since finished. Now, yeah. not to obviously time date this to be the most 2019 motherfucking thing ever, mm. but has the path that Game of Thrones has taken made you more or less excited for the final path that we're going to take here with Lord of the Rings? I'm going to try and not reveal many spoilers. Oh yeah, of course. But just tentative spoiler alert here, just in case. Tonal spoiler alert, if you manage to avoid that so I, far. I feel like I've just forgotten about Game of Thrones extremely quickly after mm. it finished. It's just like, right, that's not Pack a concern to me yeah. anymore. <laughs> there were people who were like, are still fussed about the two writers and setting up that petition and stuff and all that first, like, remake the final season and things like that, but that very quickly went by the by. Guys, just, oh, we can't do that and Revenge of the Jedi, okay? We gotta... We gotta <laughs> so it hasn't, like... That was one of the few fantasy things that I really enjoyed. Yeah. And now that's gone and I've forgotten about it. So my... Uh, so you're less in a fantasy headspace... Yeah. ...than you would have been when we did Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, and also in the time oh since, boy. We, we last, <laughs> since we last did one. All these adverts on YouTube for some sort of mobile RPG game. I can't remember what it's called. It's like... Pokemon Go. No, I love that. I'm back on that, by the way. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to be my friend, just chat to me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Just generally, not on Pokemon Go. Sam, if you keep up where you're at at the moment, you're going to become a Pokemon that is an electrode, but the symbol of the Pepsi Max symbol that explodes with caffeine and sugar. Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. Every YouTuber seems to be advertising Raid Shadow Legends, or they did a few months ago, and it's one of these things where, oh, you can get all these customizable well, heroes. Will, Will Smith is there <laughs> talking about it like. <laughs> we'll come back to why I passed on the Matrix, but first, have you heard of Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> you can get all this gold, and just the... just. Nothing about like fantasy characters like elves and warlocks and all sorts of things has changed yeah. with you a lot. All right, is that you? And I see it from from your 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 online activity on your Switch. Sure, you're playing a lot more video games than you would have when we first started this True. podcast. Yes, when you very first started, you would have been very much a Skate Two and a Mario Kart. Yeah. And I know you've played you've played Breath of the Wild and stuff. I love Breath of the Wild. That, that, and Red Dead as well, like big exploration-y type games. Yeah, and the, those games are mostly walking around from place to place. You you have expanded your horizons on that front. Maybe. Yeah. Will, will Breath of the Wild perhaps give you any inkling towards this fantasy world? Look, that's fantasy, right? If we were watching Breath of the Wild, the movie, I'd be on board because yeah. I love those characters. In fact, the thing I like about Breath of the Wild isn't the storyline at all. It's, yeah. not, it's very thin that storyline it's just fun yeah. exploration you're not going to have much freedom in I think I've said experience. this before that like Lord of the Rings I'm pointing it over there Lord of the Rings feels like a video game that you're not playing <laughs> so it's not fun because you're not doing the boring thing do you ever like watching other people play video games not really but I've done a lot of it because I, I grew up with an older brother. Yeah, I grew up with an older brother too, mm. so I did a lot of it. And I, yeah. fuck, I love, don't get me wrong, I love playing. That's all we had before Let's Players, mate. <laughs> we had We'd have to watch brothers. our brother do it. And we were happy as well, yeah. even if he had terrible taste in games. And he kept saying like, comment, and subscribe at the end of it. I don't know why, but maybe And no, no one ever did. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was 1996. <laughs> but I have yeah. always gotten a great kick out of it. And something that, like, when I was with my brother, it was like, 
he would play games that I wouldn't play. Like my brother might play like Resident Evil 2 or okay. something like that. Yeah, and I'd yeah. watch him play that. Or he'd play Grand Theft Auto 3 and I'd watch him play that. I've had that with like Metal Gear Solid games. Yes, I've yeah, yeah. I only experienced them through my brother playing yeah. them. And the thing with Psycho Mantis and the controller, yeah. I experienced that. I watched my brother do that. So in a way, I was doing it. But the thing about that is you can chat to the person doing yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Whereas if you're watching literally just Let's Play footage of someone playing it and they're not even <laughs> commenting on it, it's just raw footage of someone else playing a game. That's not as entertaining as if you're playing it with your brother or a friend or something. Yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. Hey, what's that? Oh, do this. Oh, you know, just have a chat about it. That's more fun. So you're you're very much going to be saddled into the kiddie seat for this this long four hour ride. I really think so. Also, we are can't stress this enough. Doing the extended edition. Yeah, of Lord we, of the Rings. we asked Google earlier. We were like, Yo, gee, what's the fucking runtime on this? And they're like, According to the web, it clocks in at well over four hours. <laughs> like fucking ages, man. All right, we'll go with your fucking adjectives. And you're yeah. fucking sass. Who programmed this? Like, yes, uh, you were. The, when I got here, you're like, oh, it's a three and a half hour movie, so we're gonna have to strap in. And then Google tells us it's four hours and ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we're in for the long haul here, folks. Now, okay, we we may as well get into this. I'm, I'm gonna miss. There's stuff I'm not going to get now because we're watching the extended ones. So there's going to be stuff that was from the previous extended ones that is only going to be relevant if I'd have watched the previous extended ones, right? I'm actually going to say no because... Okay. I mean, there probably will be stuff like that mm. to an extent, but Lord of the Rings Return of the King is notorious in that there is stuff in the non-extended cut that makes reference to the extended cuts of the previous movies anyway. Right, okay. So, so you're I was going to experience that. Right, okay. So this is just longer version of what I was going to watch anyway. Don't worry, though, because you've got a token expert sitting in the room with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I say token that- expert, I've watched all of the movies. This is good, because now I have you here with me, and if something's going on, I can literally turn to you, we're in the same room, and I can say, who's that? What's that? What's going on? Yeah, although I'm not going to be holding your hand through this experience, you know. Hold my the, hand. The old swirl rules will be admonished. Well, don't talk to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I need to see the movie too, as well, right, so. Yeah, yeah, okay. Where did we last leave our characters in The Two Towers? Uh... Gollum is with Sam and Frodo. Yeah. And he's leading them somewhere. Oh, where? But he Is he their mate? He was their mate, kind of. But now he's been convinced that they're bad. Because he thought they'd sold him out or something. Uh-huh. Yeah? So yeah. now he's bad. Okay. He was maybe good-ish. Yeah. I think. How about Aragon and the gang? Aragon, Legolas, mm. Gimli. The, the lads. Those are the, the main trio, aren't they? Yeah, Gandalf there too. Gandalf's still going. He's the next member of the Fellowship crew. But he's Gandalf the White now. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. He used to call me. And um, Gandalf the White. Where are they? There was a big battle, wasn't there? There was. Sauron's retribution will be fierce, his revenge quick, and there will be another movie, and there will be battles. So they didn't die in that battle. <laughs> How about Mary and Pippin? Where are they? Where are they oh, steadying on? They're in a tree or something. They're in a tree or something. Uh, Listen, oh, or I, something, man. They Whatever. got caught in a tree for a bit. Yeah. Are they back with the? No, are they on their own. What, what were they doing last? Do you remember? They got in a. Tr- they walked with a tree for ages, and yeah. then the tree found that all the trees had been cut down or yeah. something. And, and oh, what, what did oh, he do? It got really cross. Oh. And then he did he stomp on the culprits or something? He got involved in the. And then guys went and fell over. Last. Yeah. Are they still with the tree people? Mm? 
Okay, they're with the tree people. Mm-hmm. Aragon, Gimli, Legolas, mm-hmm. they've just won a battle or not mm-hmm. died in a battle. Mm-hmm. And Sam and Frodo are on their way to Mordor. 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 What's Sam got? What's Frodo got, I should say? They've got the ring. The ring. And they want to get rid of it. Ding, ding. They do want to get rid of it, don't they? They, they do. They're quite keen to get rid of it. Yeah. Where, where, gee, just a quick little yeah. recap. Where do they have to get rid of this? Charity shop. <laughs> And they've put it in two... No, it's all right. I don't need gift aid, mate. That's all right. Thanks. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, the, uh, the big lava. Big lava. Big lava. Big lava. Where? It's in Mordor. What is it? Do we need to watch the first two just to get no, recaps? No, Gavin! Um, <laughs> oh. Ah, 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 ah. The fires of Helm's Deep. No, no, no that's where the battle was. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> the fires of Helm's Deep are merely as a result of the battle of Helm's Deep, Helm's, Sam. So, oh, so it's in Mordor, big fire zone. Oh, the triangle. <laughs> Kevin gesturing a fucking <laughs> little house roof. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The Pyramid Zone. Come on. What? Mount Doom. Mount Doom. Come on. Mount Doom. Yeah. Ah, Gotta go to Mount Doom. Drop it in there. Yeah. Like Hihachi and Tekken. I think he got pushed into a volcano. Um, Yeah. They gotta go Mount Doom. Yeah. Throw it away. Throw it away. Because that's the only thing that will destroy it. So. Big. Seems pretty much like this can be wrapped up pretty quick then, right? Yeah. I mean, what what needs to happen, really? They need to go to Mordor, get rid of the ring. Yeah. Merry and Pippin need to be reunited with the guys. Yeah. The guys need to probably step in to help Frodo and Sam not get killed on their way to Mordor, I would imagine. I'd imagine they're going to come in yeah. and kind of shepherd them through, maybe accidentally, by killing off some of the baddies. I can't really remember who the baddies are. Sauron. He was one of the baddies, yeah. Sauron. Yes. N- not yeah. the same person. Not the same person. Somehow they're not the same person. Which one is which one is Sauron? He's Christopher Lee. Yes. yes. And Sauron. Sauron bleh. is just a scary demon who is Is he a big eye? He's a big eye. He's a big eye. And he's like I see you you little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Sauron. Sauron is just like the evil, isn't he? He's he is, the embodiment yeah. of evil. Yeah. Does he possess some physical form? No. Some knight or something. He oh, there, there were, there were, there were things. There were things. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've pushed a lot of it out of my yeah, brain. You have. You really have. This is. Yeah. Don't worry. You've got four hours to get up to speed with this. Uh, previously on Lord of the Rings. So what we're going to go do now mm. is we're going to go and watch this, and we will see you all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back Ugh. in a little bit. Yeah, I'm very excited for our 50th episode, five year anniversary, Don't baby. Worry. Yeah! You have to do this for another five years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. All right, All let's right. go do a cinema swirl. Hey. It's now the night time. I'm in comfortable trousers and we've had dinner. It is... Late. Five (laughs) hours later, I believe. 
<sighs> yeah, we've all got big funny comedy beards now. Yeah. It's been so long since we recorded the first part. Welcome back to the preeminent skeleton-based podcast where two sets of dusty old bones talk about movies that were made back in the 21st century before time ended. Yes. And the, the oceans rose above us. It's a long time into the future. And happy 100th anniversary now. We made another <laughs> 50 years and another you know 5,000 episodes hey! thereabouts in between. We But it was worth it to get to the Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, special extended edition of the King, Mm -hmm. Sam, initial. (laughs) I mean, it's hard to say initial gut reaction because nothing can seem initial after four and a bit hours. No, it was very long. Yeah. It was a slog. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Sincerely, I'll tell you what improved it. Being in the company of a good friend. Oh, no. How would you look at? If I'd have had to watch that on my own. That would have been borderline insufferable to get through. I'm trying to think, we watched the first one together. We did. The second one was remote. Ah, I think that was an issue. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, it was a long experience, a a long film. uh, Can we get this out of the way right now? Was it so long that it made it unenjoyable? Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's good to know. Get it off your chest. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, it it was a long movie. Was it as long as you thought it would be? Well, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, mm. did it feel all those four hours and ten minutes? Yes, I really think it did. It felt as long as it was. There's no <laughs> no two ways about it. It felt really long, because it was really long. Okay, that's good to know. So that yeah. is a whole day lost to Lord of the Rings, just mm. so we're, we're all keeping track. I'm glad to be here on Cinema <laughs> And we began things with a flashback to a character you may recognise from a previous movie. It's King Kong himself, Andy Serkis. <laughs> Uh, and before he directs Venom 2, he's here to tell you all about how Smeagol became Gollum. Him and his little mate are out in Centre Parks doing Deagle, a bit of fishing. Deagle! Deagle! Deagle and Smeagol and Deagle! Smeagol and Deagle, I uh. might have known! <laughs> Two of the most treacherous of the river folks I ever did see! They're having fun fishing. They are. And Deagle. <laughs> You've got the best! <laughs> He gets pulled underwater by the fish. And we began with what is easily my favourite shot in all three of the Lord of the Rings extended films. I've got a favourite shot later on that we'll get to. Yeah? Yeah, this is yours. This this is pretty intense. This is yeah. Deagle being drug across the blue murky depths mm. of the lake, by in inverted commas, by a big old fish. Mm. And I don't know, I've never been pulled by a fish anywhere, so I'm not looking at kind of going, oh, that's unrealistic. That's not how you'd be drugged by a fish. But it did feel, like, quite wrong in its own way. In ter- in physics terms. Yes. Yeah, that that would be possible. Like, it but was so strange it elevated itself to this whole other realm of existence. You forget that the water is the fish's domain. That's and true. And we're creatures of the land. Yep. And so we can't stroll into their world, the water, and expect physics to operate in the same way. I would have figured as river folk, they'd have a bit of a better stab of it than this. Like, can't even catch a fucking fish. What kind of a river folk are you? That apple that fell on Isaac Newton's head, that wasn't underwater, was it? No, absolutely so, not. That's true. Yeah. And then there's he sliding underwater, mm. and a glint of 
gold catches his eye. And you think, if only he hadn't have seen that, we wouldn't be going through this now. We wouldn't yeah. be talking about this film. Yeah, and None it, of it would have happened. This basically was you kind of going like, oh, we could have not had any of Such this. Such a near miss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, this would have basically been the equivalent of you never being born if this hadn't come to pass. It was a very important moment to get us here in the cinema swirl canon that we're finally here now with, with Return of the King, Sam. Yeah, yeah. you got to get on board with this. No, I'm on board. I'm fully on board. It's just interesting to see. Like, oh, if he'd have just not noticed that. Is the fish drawn to the ring? Was this all some sort of grand plan? <laughs> what did the fish Is this the... a big coincidence? I don't know. Or is there, are there some other forces at play here? Now, Sam, let's take a step back for a second and provide the socio-political commentary that people come to listen to this, this podcast for. Sure. Right, because they start fighting, don't they, like, mm-hmm. over, over the ring. And he's mm-hmm. like, come on, baby, it's my birthday. Give me the ring. And he's like, no, I want it. And then they're, they're fighting over it. And right, yeah. get this now, right, yeah? The ring is Brexit dividing the common folks you know oh, they're arguing over oh, it arguing over yeah. it like you know okay. give me the ring Brexit the way I was thinking about it was that they've seen this ring it looks expensive and they're fighting over it but they don't know if it's real or not they don't even know the provenance of the ring so they are it's... they haven't even bid yet like to see if it's, <laughs> if it's made of real gold or not like should we get into that thing that you want to put the ring in your mouth well yeah well, was, this this is basically how, how Smeagol comes to get the ring and become Gollum yeah. and he gets it he kills he, his mate he becomes a murder murderer yeah. and he forgets about the taste of bread which is like yikes mm. you know I mean that's fucking horrible. And we see the transition from Smeagol to Gollum, and there's one like halfway point where it's semi-transformed. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. I know, like Gollum is quite cute in his own way. Oh really? I think he's sort of adorable yeah. in a little way. Regular Smeagol is actually more scary to me than Gollum. Andy Circus is too just much normal Andy face. Circus there, yeah. yeah, it's a bit too much. I just see him and I just think King Kong. I'm like, ah, you know, it's it's, it's a scary thought. There, the halfway you know? point between is even scarier than that. <laughs> So <laughs> he climbs into the Misty Mountains and becomes becomes Gollum. Yeah. And during this sequence as well, he also bites into a raw fish. Mm. So juicy throat. Yes, I am. Ah. Now, I know you're not the biggest fan of fish in the world. I don't eat fish. I don't like it. The, the clear liquid that gushed forth. Mm. It's not how you should have a, a nice bit of fish now, is no, it? That's not how I prepare it. No. <laughs> no. Personally. So we cut to the present... Where Frodo's all itchy and angsty, and he's all, and he's taking out the ring, and he's rolling around in his hands. Out. If I had the ring, I was yeah. saying to you, I'd have it right in my mouth the whole time. Like, you just out of curiosity, or just you like chewing things? I've realised now, in mm. my thirty-one years on this planet, I am somewhat, if not greatly, orally fixated. Okay, sure. and that is, you know. This is someone who's spent the last year trying to stop biting his nails. Mm. And I've, by doing that, I've realised, oh, I'm really crazily orally fixated. Like right. a pen or anything like that. You have know. you successfully stopped biting your nails? I have been stopped biting my nails, yeah. with, but I need props. You need something else in, I, instead. I need a, like an action figure in my hand. A or surrogate my nail. To, yeah. I, I need something to keep the hands busy. And you're saying the, the ring, the precious ring from Lord of the Rings would be suitable perfectly fine though yeah but this leads into some kind of strange bits because if it was you know popping around and you had the chain and you were just hanging out in my mouth like a pacifier or whatnot what if you put your tongue in it what happens then I know do I go yeah. invisible mm. you know what happens instead of Sauron going da, he'd be like da, come on no <laughs> ah, no <laughs> Is it just any part of your body has to have the ring on it? I'm not sure, you know? Yeah. I mean, not many people, particularly... I've not done much research as it relates to my tongue and rings. So, yeah. you know, I've not I've not got much experience in that. Speak for yourself, man, am I right? <laughs> 
we'd like to thank today's sponsors, uh, Love Honey, for uh, graciously reaching out for our 50th anniversary. Thank, thank you very guys. much, guys. Yeah. Use the promo code as well for 20% off your order. Just try it. See if it works. <laughs> <laughs> Mind Doom Quakes, as they're all heading it's, there. It's all rumbly. Yeah, they got to get to Goron City. Yeah, and we catch up with the three lads and Gandalf. I keep calling them the three lads, but also Gandalf is tagging along with them. So we've got Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, Gandalf. Yeah, now I forgot to mention earlier when people were like, oh, Kevin, who's the... The person from the Fellowship of the Ring who's like a bit of a dick, and I mentioned a minute ago, plays Samwise Ganji. Yeah, he's apparently quite aloof mm. and standoffish. Little now, hold, hold on, you're, you're softening what you said about him. I am. Well, what did I say? <laughs> did I say he was a horrible monster? Uh, no, I think you were still quite reasonable, actually. But yeah. it, I can see you kind of tempering what you said now because. Well, I mean, there's the realm of fan interaction, mm. and then there's the realm of common decency. And yeah. I had the misfortune of seeing Gimli on an episode of Question Time recently. Right. Now, Question Time, if as those... Gimli in character, as <laughs> Gimli. <laughs> Question Time for those who who may be listening from outside of the UK mm. is a weekly show where a selection of politicians, public figures, and there'll always be like one actor actor or comedian or yes. non-person from the politics world and they take questions from the audience and then a person in the middle of goes hang on a second though you're not answering the question they said that and then it's a big argument and it's an absolute inescapable hellscape from which we are all trapped forever very entertaining though. it's great a great watch of a Thursday when you like you feel really angry but you know there's a weekend coming up so you feel you know there's a release at the end yeah. of all this Gimli was on it yeah and he was so monstrously horrible okay I had prepared myself Anyone who hears stories that they're a big bon vivore, old time, like, you know, gent from England's past, as an Irishman, I'll always have a little bit of a in the back pocket prepared for him to be a bit racist and a bit horrible. Yeah. Oh, this is very guy, racist, very horrible. Very racist, very horrible. Right. Of the doesn't think African countries can govern themselves because of the inferiority. Uh, big fan of colonialism was Gimli. Oh, no. Which you wouldn't really get from Lord of the Rings. No, Gimli but, seems quite charming. No, but put him in a room with Caroline Luke and he calls her for fuck's sake woman or listen uh, woman you know no. then then you realise that no he, he's wrong I'm sure he wasn't in character as Gimli I really wish he was yeah. actually you know what I'm, I wish he wasn't because it's more upsetting for me that the fictional character of Gimli would be like that would be like that as opposed to some fucking ponce actor <laughs> He's like that. I can live is with that. Is he a posho? He is, yeah, yeah, he's a posho, right, yeah. okay, like a tough yeah. type figure. Proper proper tough, like, right. you know. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he's tough, like, he's one of the... No, he's no, a tough. Tough, it's yes. bad. Yeah. No, not toughy, or toughy which are all great. <laughs> it's tough, which is bad. That's bad. Just yeah. wanted to get that cleared up out of the way. Because <laughs> right. that hit me like the force of a runaway freight train here. For a little bit of light relief, Merry and Pippin are blazing it 420 style. Yeah. 420 smokes they're smoking this there. This is the 420th episode of Cinema Swirl, by the way. Sheltered Park. Oh, yeah, they're eating nice food, having nice. Uh, <laughs> we are enjoying smoke. a few earned luxuries. Is this the first time they've reunited with the, the other lads for a while? Yeah, they yeah. were searching nice them little... for a while. This movie, one of the reasons why it has the emotional weight that it does for those who've had the, the investment along the way, mm. is that if you have characters who you know are meant to, you know, the, the clue is in the title, Fellowship, if you take them away, then you bring them back together. Happens in Star Wars, you know, when they get separated Empire, you get to see them all together again in Jedi, hey, everyone's yeah. happy. Season 3 of Stranger Things, everyone is separate for the whole season, and the last episode 
episode. Spo- spoilers. Man. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert for season three of Stranger Things. But they realize that the best way to get any sort of dramatic juice is to separate everyone and then bring them all back together. And you're so thankful that it's the way you remember it. You're like, yay, this is like drama. Yeah. So, <laughs> a lot of the movie is like this, where it's people being reunited. Mm. Often several times. Yes. Now, after this, we encounter Saruman again. Yes. But this is an extended cut exclusive. Yes. Right? Now, in the normal version... That character doesn't appear in the theatrical cut. In the theatrical cut, you don't see him. Right. What happens is they go to the Orthanc at the tower, and they're yeah. like, Saruman is there. And he's like, yes, and we have a wizard in this castle to could deal with. And then it cuts to a zoom-out shot. It goes, no, Saruman shan't be bothering us anymore. He has no power now. Yeah, now, the thing that concerned me about this the most, rather than all this powers and you know, all that kind of stuff, was mm. how can they hear him so well from all the way up there? And your explanation for this was just wizard. Wizard's got magical hearing thing? Yeah. That can I make know, you hear them? M- m- magical talking. Don't you remember when, when he was bringing down the mountain and he could all the way to him going... <laughs> And he was proper yeah, loud. He wasn't then. shouting. He yeah, was he was like, bellowing. It's oh, different. Guys, no, I can't be honest with this today. And they were like, oh, yeah, sure. And they're just having a chat. But he nah. was all the way up on the tower of Orthanc. Christopher Lee knows how to reach the, the audience members in the back. <laughs> yeah? He's doing it for the cheap seats. And that includes uh. those at the bottom of Orthanc. Saruman is, is all sorts of sass here, you know? Mm. Talking about uh, how Sauron's going to kill them all. And this, this scene is pretty much surplus to requirements. A bit about how Rohan's a shithole or something. Like, oh, right. Rohan's a dump, mate. Grima, you were once a man of Rohan. A man of honour. Why don't you stab him in the back and yeah. we'll figure out a way to kill you both. Sam was like, your town's a, sh- a shithole, mate. This is dumb. It's rubbish. You're nothing. Uh, Slagging him off. Rude. To, to say that Christopher Lee suffers an undignified death is a great understatement. Yeah. I mean, he gets stabbed by Grima. Grima gets shot by an arrow. And Saruman falls off the Tower of Orthanc. Whee! Lands on a spike. Spike. <laughs> There's lots of great, like... <laughs> But it's Crunching like a, noises. It's a water wheel spike yeah. thing. So he then gets kind of dunked. And he goes water. head first as well. Yeah. Which so I, I was hoping that they'd have his robe fall down. You could see his little cock <laughs> as well. And they'd be like, ah, mate, your staff is broken and your willy's tiny. <laughs> it was very, very undignified the way they killed him off. Or I just would have liked him to have enough sentience that as he was turning, he went, oh, and then he hits the water and goes, <laughs> that. That would have been the way to go, yeah. Yeah. That's how I want to (laughs) go. I do enjoy in this film, throughout the whole series of films, in fact, the way they play with the idea that Gandalf is big, tall, Mm -hmm. Hobbit's a little small, yes, and doing that through props. So that the the big mystery ball with the eye in it. What was that called again, Sam? Big big mystery ball. The paladin. The paladin. That is kind of just you can palm it in one hand if you're you know Saruman. It's a bowl. It's a bowl. Not a bowling ball, a bowl. A bowl. Yeah. Yeah. A single bowl. Yes. For bu- the, for bowls. For bowls, yes. Yeah. Whereas downstairs, when Pippin picks it up, it's a bowling ball. Standing on. For 10-pin bowling. Exactly, yes. Yeah. And it very much looks like a child holding a big 10-pin bowling ball. Very clever how they do that. Traditional effects there. Like that, mm. you know. You don't need CGI. Sometimes no. you just need a bigger ball. <laughs> Pippin's got straight up orb lust, though. Yeah, he 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 does like it, doesn't he? He wants, he wants to to hold on to it, does oh, he? It's got, he's yeah. got the glint in his eye. He do, yeah, I know orb lust when I see it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eowyn and Eomer toast Theoden in Edoras. Yeah, do, do you know where we are there now, Sam? 
Are we at the big everyone's dead party? Hail the victorious dead! Yay! Everybody's dead! Oh, we're gone! Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a quite, quite, a, quite a party here. Mm. Uh, do the victorious dead get like? They even pour one out for their dead fallen brethren. Like, no. what, what is this? Yeah. There was a, <laughs> a little remark here from Eowyn's El- dad. Eowyn's dad. Eowyn is the blonde one. Yeah. Theoden says to Eowyn. Now don't get Eowyn the blonde one mixed up with her blonde brother uh, Eomir. That would be very difficult. Uh, and Theoden himself is blonde, isn't he? Th- Theoden says to Eowyn. Yeah. Eowyn. 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 He's an honourable man, referring to Aragorn. Oh, because Aragorn is straight up leading her on. Yeah, and so and she says, you're both honourable men. And there's something that you said at this point that really made me laugh. That they have that exchange. Oh, what? And then, <laughs> you know, she's saying about, like, oh, you're both honourable men. And her dad would say, yeah, but you can't fuck me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to fuck your father. Huh, you want to have sex with your old dad? I mean, hey, it, you know, whatever you're into, the kids these days... You wouldn't want... I'm just checking, though. You wouldn't want... You wouldn't... No, that, that, no, no that, that, obviously you wouldn't, but just... Like, if you would, you'd tell me, though. You don't? Okay, that's all right, yeah. No, he's an honourable man, though. We're me, all honourable, yeah. We're all honourable. I'm honourable. And he's honourable, yeah. you know? None to worry about, you know? It's fine. Gimli gets too drunk and falls over when he's talking about how other people are too drunk. Because he's silly. Yeah. Fun comedy character, Gimli. He is very good. Who has been ruined no. forever. No. Why did I watch Question Time? <laughs> Separate the art from the artist. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I've watched movies with straight up, like, criminals yeah. recently. Yeah, less I, egregious yeah, than kill. this. But this guy, just because he was so fucking, like, the mo- the worst ornery, stuck in his own fucking rotten way. Oh, he's so been ruined. And you wouldn't mind. I was like, oh, I saw it last week. It was months ago as well. <laughs> and it's still jammed in there like <laughs> Gollum is kind of he's whispering to himself again he's, he's having that internal dialogue between Gollum and Smeagol patience my love yeah well, I love that he refers to himself as my love that's very sweet he's got telling himself you can murder again because you murdered that bloke that first time so you can do it again you can kill them and you can get the precious didn't like, you see the flashbacks my precious my love but the words precious and patience are, are said together and they're they're kind of muddled into one kind of thing precious 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 Prentions, my patience. <laughs> and one of my favourite lines. No, she hunts for sweeter meats. Who's she? Am I oh, right? and what what meat is sweetest? That's what I want to know. Where's the sweetest meat? Hobbits. Delicious, sweet hot. Do you think they taste sugary? No, I mean like sweet in the way that like you know succulent. Yeah, like kind of mm. the way a spring lamb would be sweeter than mutton. You right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about an altogether lightness of the meat here. Like, yeah. I don't you come at me, oh, don't eat a hobbit. They're different animals. Different I think species. you meant literally saccharine, sugary meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want that now. Because, I mean, sweet breads, aka the pancreas, but, I'm oh. here for that. Wait, what's the one that's the, the bollock? The bollock? What's that called? I mean, I, I, it's called many things. When you eat it. When you, I mean, I've heard it called, uh, oh, like a prairie oyster is one of them. or ro- it? There's another, like a beef, o- a yeah. beef oyster or something it's like that. It's got some kind of euphemistic Dude name. Yeah. <laughs> Dude egg. <laughs> Can't oh. you see it, Mr. Frodo? He's a villain. <laughs> That's a great line. That reminds me of Batman and Robin, I think, where Gordon comes in and just says, there's a new villain in town. And it's just like that. It's like, can <laughs> There's a sweetness to some of the verbiage in this movie, yes. where it's very obviously 
like any other Hollywood script person said, like, oh, you got to... He said, he refers to himself as my love or my sweet or villain. Like, there's loads of, like, weird little words in here and phrases. Florid language. Yes. Mm. They run as if the very whips of their masters were behind them. You know, and and anyone else other than Peter Jackson would have said, oh, no, that's a bit shit. Put in a proper line of dialogue. He's like, no! Tolkien is very specific when he says my sweet and my love. Yeah. It wouldn't be like this if Guy Ritchie had directed it, for example. You you wouldn't get that kind of language. He would have said, he's a mug. (laughs) Good and proper. (laughs) You know? Frodo, mate, he's a fucking mug. Get him out of it. (laughs) Wrong Hey guys, Sauron's here in orb form, which is handy because it's quite similar to his eye form, but it rolls. It's like having a, a phone with Skype on it, isn't it? It is, yeah. And kind of chat to him. And it, instead of the, you know, I, I do prefer the new, the... Although I will say... You can download that. You can, you can, yeah. I do like this. I look forward to Skyping Sam for Cinema Swirl. I love that theme song so much when you're ringing in the sky. Sometimes I'll ring Sam before I know he's ready, just so I can... Have it on a bit of a oh, that's why. Guy. Yeah, right, okay. uh, and I will say as well, uh, my reaction is similar to that of Pippin, who looks like he's in pure ecstasy, like he's just straight <laughs> up coming, like eh, 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 thrashing about, you know, not knowing when to stop. It's just, it's good times. Yeah, uh, Mary doesn't seem fussed enough to get up and help out during this whole ball touching situation. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Love Honey for a sponsorship of this episode. They're orbs, the orb touching. They're orbs. Orb touching. Exactly. Yeah. Gentleman's oyster. <laughs> They're a gentleman's orb and a, a gentleman's oyster. Fool, uh, fool of a toque makes an appearance again. He is very much a fool of a toque. Mm. And they basically said that by touching that, they got a vision, Pippin, which was of the White Tree of Gondor. In a courtyard. And sure, we're only going to be heading back to Minas Tirith. And I know what you're saying. Minas Tirith, we were there in the first movie when Gandalf went to read the scriptures to find about the nature of the ring which had been gifted him from Bilbo to give to Frodo. Okay. So we're, we're going back there then. Stephen Colbert know? over here doing <laughs> cyclic. Peter, I, Lord of the Rings you know part. what? He is legitimately a hero of mine, and yeah. if that's the only way I can get compared to him, <laughs> I'll fucking take it. It's grand, you know. Uh, um, so the enemy, not the magazine, the music magazine, the enemy, wh- whoever that is, Sauron, Sauron thinks that Pippin has the ring. Yeah, right. Because yeah, he's an idiot. The Pippin's in trouble. Therefore, they need to separate the two good boys. Yeah, and they have to Pippin. have to give everyone missions. Which is that dramatic thing of separating out the Fellowship and then bringing them back together. I was very worried about this separation, though, because I think Merry and Pippin, great chemistry. It's like splitting up Ant and Deck. It, it is very much like splitting up They're Ant and They're struggling Deck. at the moment. And, you know, Pippin, he does the whole thing with uh, Holly Willoughby for a while, and it, it works, and she does a great job, but it's not the same. <laughs> no, and, like, when Merry and Pippin try and get you to open up an account with Santander, it just feels like their heart's not in it now, yeah. is it? Like, is, it, no. lads, is that... Something's really? changed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is that really what you two want to talk to us about right now? Yeah. There's nothing else on your minds? They separate the good boys, and it's a shame. It is, and I think they've gotten to the point now where they've separated everyone so many times. The only thing more tragic than this is that if Sam and Frodo get separated, oh, careful now. So they're split up, mm-hmm. and another great phrase in this one, one which I use on a weekly basis, run, shadow facts, and show us the meaning of haste. Which I misheard as Halifax, which is not not no. what the horse is called. Although I will say the hasty customer service <laughs> of Halifax is unbelievable. Yeah. So, do we see Erwin? Er- Erwin. Erwin. No. 
Who's the the brunette one? And that's so bad that I'm Arwen. 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 Do we see Arwen? Sorry, yeah, I, I know there's so many female characters to keep up there's with. There's a blonde one. There's a brunette one. Uh, Arwen. That's a real shame, isn't Arwen. it? Isn't it? Arwin. Yeah. Um, the, the elf emigrants are emigrating, you see. Brett McKenzie is there. Yeah. Is nice little, yeah, he's been in there before. Yes. This is, is this his first? He's had some other lines No, he was, he was in uh, in the extended first one as well. Right, okay. This is his first, yeah. like, to camera line on the normal mm. version. Nice, yeah. What's the, I looked into your future and I saw death? So, she has an image and she's like, a boy, hark! And mm. then she goes to her dad and she's like, you told me when you looked into <laughs> she, she whispers the whole does, movie. Yeah. You looked into my life and you said that there was there was going to be no future with him. And he's yeah. like, I looked into your future and I saw death. death. Yeah. But also life. <laughs> yes, there's a little boy. In, a little in boy. Future. A wee lad. Mm. A I child. Mean, in everyone's future, there's death. Yeah, duh. You know? I mean, that's part of it, Guys? like, you know? Yeah. I just, like, think he's just trying to skirt his responsibility as a grandfather, like, you know? Well, he just doesn't want to be a... Doesn't want to have to look after it. I mean, I'm just saying, if you can look into the actual future, mm. you have a little bit of a duty of care to your... I mean, what we want to think of is just some dickhead on the street. It's, it's your child! Yeah. Tell her, you fucking ass! Yeah. It's not like saying, oh, what are you getting me for Christmas? It's like, oh, yeah, no, you're going to get death for Christmas. Oh, really? Am I also going to get hungry, hungry hippos? Yes, but also you will die someday. And they've got to reforge the sword. They've got to reforge the sword in the yeah. forge. Yes. Because that sword is important. It is. Yeah. It is the sword of Ellen Deal, which symbolises the line of kings that was broken when the ring was first taken by Isildur way back when. Fucking and uh, he cut the ring from the hand of Sauron with that, and Sauron broke the blades, and these are the shards of the blade. And that's that's the, the blade which symbolises the King of Gondor, which is basically Aragorn going to take up the mantle, become King of the Men, and unite the clans of the West. Start the fourth age. And Pip and Gandalf get to the min- Minas... Minestrone. Yeah, this is very difficult because we've got, we've got Minas Turth. We also have Minas Morgul here coming up in a bit. But they're in Minas Turth now. <laughs> Minas Turth is the white city. Minas Morgul is the city of the dead. Even though Minas Morgul has got some cool white lighting, it is the white city's Minas Turth. Minas Morgul is the city of the dead. Couldn't be... Which is the city of kings? That's Minas Turth. Minas Turth. Are we at Minas Turth? We're at Minas Turth, Which has got the big helipad at the top. It does, yes. Yeah, okay, good. I know where we are now. And we're introduced to my favourite character in all of the Lords of the Rings Mm. and the Hobbits too. I'm talking about my man, the Steward of Gondor, who's got a little chair, Denethor. Denethor. Um, Before Pip and Gandalf go in, there's a little bit of chat between them, but don't mention his dead son, all right? We're not going to talk about the fact that his son... He'd hate that his son is dead. (laughs) He'd get proper wound up about it. Yeah, he's just one of these guys where he's like, oh, my son's dead. It'll be a whole thing. They agree with that. And then uh, they they come in and immediately he's like, my son is dead. (laughs) Oh, shit. You would shield Gondor with your left hand and with your right you would supplant me. Last of a ragged house bereft of rawship. <laughs> oh god! You know what? Fuck the rest is Just have Denethor cutting a promo to the camera for the rest yeah. of the movie, please. Gandalf's a bit rude here. He's like, don't be so miserable about your dead son. Just, you know, worry about what's going on and, in the wider world. Big fucking moment here where it's like, the duty of the... G- <laughs> <laughs> the best note here is where he's like, it is not in your power to stop the 
Return of the King. Then the credits row. I wish. Exec producer PB and J, Peanut Butter Jackson. Oh, sorry, the idea of using your grief as a cloak is good. That's another good line. Fun language there. Pippin puts himself into servitude Mm -hmm. because he's basically saying, you know, your son died defending me against many foes, (laughs) many foes. And then he's like, how come you lived and my boy died? My boy's brilliant and you're just a little tiny halfling. He's like, well, you know, (laughs) he got hit with lots of arrows. (laughs) (laughs) Which, fair point, he did. He did, yeah. Um, I don't like the look of these vertical cities. No? No, I don't like the built so high. Give me flashbacks to Lincoln life. Yeah, all in like one little kind of, all smushed up up together. All the cultures up a big steep hill. I don't have to to go upstairs to go anywhere. I don't have to go up all the way to the top to see the the theatre. I'm just going to go see Roy Chubby Brown down here (laughs) in the swamp instead. We've got a a theatre with Roy Chubby Brown and we've got an Aldi and that's all we need. We don't need the fancy ice cream shops up at the top. You can keep your artisanal ice cream and your big cathedral and your great sausage. Jim dogs. Davison's coming next week, so it's going to be all right. Him and Roy might collaborate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Pippin, you know, he's trying to kind of, you know, everyone's a bit down about their situation. Death yeah. Lord doesn't want to fight, you know, no. he doesn't want to do anything to prepare against the impending doom that's coming upon Gondor. And then Pippin's like, Edo, we've got the White Wizard. That's got to count for something. And White Wizard does sound like an excellent, very cheap cider. Oh, it does, yeah. Isn't it? Lovely big can of White Wizard. You know, like, oh, this is a fucking shite night out. And it's like, ah, but we've got the White Wizard. <laughs> and that must count for something. And, and, the, glug, glug, and glug, the blue glug. lightning is, you know. <laughs> also, we got introduced to General of Sauron's Armies. It's only the Witch King of Agmar. Who is that? Uh, it is the one who stabbed Frodo on Weathertop when the Fellowship was but a young fellowship right? when they were going to Rivendell, House of Elrond, travelling from Bree. Uh, the Witch the, King. The Witch King of Agmar. Right. He's the one who stabbed Frodo with a Morgul blade, and he was all like... Now, mate, I know that nowadays you can't say this sort of thing or they'll literally throw you in jail, but... Isn't a witch king a wizard? No! No! no. That's that's a warlock you're thinking of. That's not a wizard. Isn't a witch king a warlock? No, no, no. Wizards and... I mean, a wizard would be closer... Like, wizards and sorceresses. Is it just me or has political correctness gone mad in this day? Oh, you you call a sorceress a female (laughs) wizard these days and you get thrown in prison, (laughs) mate, is what you do. Minas Morgul. Full of enemies, so it is. This is not where we were before. No, this no. is Miss Morgan. Miss Morgan. They're heading around the back end. Frodo and Sam and and Gollum. They're heading around the back entrance because they can't go through the front door. The black gate. Oh, wait, this is the place that's lit up all fancy. It's lit up all fancy. Oh, it looks very nice. And it's it? good, mainly because it's got the it's got the. Da, 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 but then it has a bit where it's like, hang on a second, and the doors start opening slowly. It goes. And then they all come out all cool, like... Yeah. And it's very, very cool good. Place. Yeah. But they, they can't go in the main entrance. That's bad. That's bad. Secret staircase. Secret staircase up the back entrance. Which looks pretty difficult to get up. And then Frodo the starts walking towards the wrong door. What? <laughs> Bloody plonker. Oh, imagine a game where you'd have to like, fucking cart like that shit around. What, trying to shepherd him in the right direction? No, over go, here. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, no, it'd be an absolute nightmare like, it was. Ding dong. Meanwhile, the city of Osgiliath is under attack. 
Because the orcs are coming. The orcs are coming. Yeah. 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 And we got a look at the captain of the orcs. Did you see him? What did he look like? He had a big mashed potato face. Oh, it like kind of covers one of his eyes. Quiet. Yeah, he's scary. His name? All the orcs are scary. But his, his name is Gothmog. 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 Oh, that's cute. That sounds like a name for a black cat. Yeah, Gothmog yeah. is great. I do particularly like there's a part where he's only got like one good finger and he's like, the time of man is over. It is now the edge of the orc. <laughs> it's yeah, it's nice that he gets to make a little speech. Yeah, it's going to be a bit shit, though. The age of the orc. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> so, Pippin. Yeah. He's been... They, they don't want to light the beacon to mm-hmm. say that it's wartime, but Gandalf and Pippin do want to light the beacon. They yeah. want to alert everyone to the fact that we're going to war now. So he climbs up, lights the beacon. They're basically lighting the beacons behind the back of Denethor, and he don't want none of that. He's got two guards up there who are the biggest dipshits in the world. Cause the definition of having literally one job. <laughs> you know, if I'm living in the city, that you, you know, if you look yeah. out from the front of Minas Tirith, you can see the Eye of Sauron. It's right there, yeah. you know. And if your job is not on the other end looking at the beautiful landscape of New Zealand looking at one oily pile of fucking wood grand job so he lights that beacon all the other beacons then get slowly lit up and it feels like Pippin's unlocked fast travel in the Lord of the Rings absolutely you can go from whichever one you want (laughs) (laughs) got your favourite line coming up I think one of your favourites Gondor calls for help and Rohan will answer. <laughs> <laughs> Muster the Rohirrin, baby! <laughs> how many Rohirrin can you muster? Oh, I'll get a few, like. Yeah. See how many I can muster. Get a few cans of White Wizard and uh, ruster up some Rohirrin. Look, rust them, get the Rohirrin. As many as you can muster, okay? <laughs> I love muster as a verb. To muster something. Like, what's yeah. the last thing you mustered? <laughs> the last thing I mustered. The last thing you mustered. Can you muster mustard? I think so. I mean, yeah. have, have you legitimately that'd mustered be ha- mustard? That'd be having to get loads of... Oh, I know what it was. It was mm. uh, a particular brand of hair gel. That oh, I, really? I mustered as much of that as I could. Is from, that your fear of it leaving? From, yeah, well, it's been discontinued. Oh. I knew that the super drug near me still does it. So I bought the whole stock they had. You took as many as you could muster? Yeah, I mu- <laughs> Yeah. Amazing! Yeah. That's good. Let us know yeah. your favourite mustering memories. <laughs> Ooh, mustering. Not mustardy memories. No, no, I've got great mustard memories. Yeah, obviously. but that's not what we're talking no, about. No, no, it's no, different. No, no. Mustering doesn't sound nice, though. What have you mustered? What's he doing mustering over there? Mm. Oh, jeez, it's been mustering in here for fucking. Oh, open a window. <laughs> Someone must have been mustering in here. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Mary mm. wants to do a fight. Yes, he's got a sword. He has. Oh, excuse me, I've got a sword as well. I'd like to fight. Uh, I want a plot as well. Uh, oh, God, we all have to have subplots now, do we? Yeah. Taking a bad turn, Osgiliath. Orcs pretty much killing everyone. And they decide to run away. They are retreating. Very few of them left alive. Fell beasts are coming, picking them up. Gandalf, though, handily uses his torch app to save the retreaters. <laughs> they, they they really are quite inconsistent with this. They're like, oh, the orcs and all of them, they hate sunlight. But they, they do fight mostly in sunlight in this movie. Yeah, they're still reasonably well lit. Overcast a bit, mm. yeah. But, I mean, come on now. We get our first Wilhelm scream, I think, during this bit. We, yes. Yeah. We get a couple in this one. There's quite a few, yes. Yeah, I nice. mean, if you want to get an Oscar, you need to have more than one Wilhelm scream. That's what we've learned from this. That, that's what the Academy wants. Yeah. Faramir arrives, and he has a chat with Gandalf, gives him the Frodo update. Yeah, confirms that Frodo's still going, so that's good for them. They know he's still alive. I saw him two days ago, mate. Two days ago. <laughs> 
Now, I was wondering at this point, yeah. seeing so much of this movie of paying off stuff from previous movies, mm. if you were like, oh, it's good now, he's going to be able to tell him this, or if you were like, oh, he's another character here now. Well, no, I knew who he was. Yeah. Vaguely. Vaguely. I sort of remembered. Yeah. Were you getting a sense of, like, pieces coming together? All the threads getting tied up and mixed together and everyone kind of, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Two Towers, I mean, obviously, Richard Fellowship is like kind of, hey, we're starting off, here's the adventure. Two Towers sends everyone off in so many disparate directions with no hope of them coming together at all. Well. Well. In this film, it's how everyone comes back together. I was wondering whether or not you would care for it, seeing as their different directions disdained you so much in the previous movie. Uh, no, I'm all right with it. It's nice that you know people are showing up again, and I recognise people. Get this now. What's coming up here is my favourite shot in the. Oh, movie. this is your favourite shot. Fucking all of the Lord it, of the Rings. It, all of the Lord of the Rings. This made me fucking nearly piss myself laughing. This was hysterical. Faramir comes to. Give an update to his old pep-pep Denethor. Yeah. Let him know what's going on. It doesn't go particularly well for Faramir here. No, because Denethor is looking at Faramir, right? Yeah. And he starts saying, like, he's he's kind of, he doesn't like him, right? He's like, oh, he's he's really proud of Boromir. And he's like, you wish now that our places were changed, that I had died and Boromir alive in your stead? I fucking do, mate, yeah. Yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, that, of course you're my son, you get me. Like, But he falls off his chair and he's like, my son, my beautiful boy. And he's looking at Faramir and behind him is this the worst CGI kind of Sean Bean superimposed behind him. But Sean Bean's doing this big, glamour dumb shot. grin, like, ah! He turns around, the rubs yeah. the hands through the hair, like, you know. Fucking shampoo advert Sean Bean there, grinning away. Behind his brother, who looks really miserable. I tried to take the Pantene Pro-V from (laughs) Photo. I tried to take the 11 essential oils for my own. It's just incredible. It made me laugh a lot. Yeah, it is pretty much... I mean, it's quite... It must be devastating for Faramir, but, you know. I mean, very devastating if you saw, like, a crappy CGI version of the son that you actually love, knowing that he would never look that good in real life, you know. (laughs) This very much reminded me as well of another scene from the first Mm. one, when they're going into Rivendell, and... Elrond appears and he's like, I'm going to do magic now. And yeah. similarly, a cheesy... Oh, the kind of the white background. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. The, the, well, the, right. The CGI in this film. How has it aged? Mm, this is the thing. There's a mixture of different types of effects in this. As you told me, there's some models and practical stuff. This is 16 years old now, this movie. There's some big CGI set pieces as well. There's a, It's a real mixed bag. You can't really predict what's going to look good and what's going to look bad. There's some bits that look great and seamless and fine. There's some bits that look really hokey. If you see a troll on his own hitting something, mm. like there's a few scenes where the troll, I was really shocked when the trolls were doing stuff later on, they're like knocking on doors and stuff. The big, the like, big massive trolls. Yeah, yeah, I was like, geez, they, they looked, looked a bit crap. Even though in the first movie, the trolls probably one of the best looking things when they're mm. in that dark. I think it's because they're in daylight for a lot of this now. Right. And not being in dark and having the effects of rain and it being wet and slick, maybe it's harder to pull off? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. It's, it's a real mixed bag. It, it, some some stuff just doesn't hold up at all. Pippin does his little oath of office. Yes, he kisses the ring. He swears fealty. Oh, I like a bit of fealty. What? Define fealty. Fealty means that you are essentially saying that you're you're my line manager, more or less. Yeah. You know? I work for you now. I work for you. Yeah, swear fealty. If I was a lord, for instance, of a certain land, and I swore fealty to you as a king, I would basically like, hi... 
I control the immediate area, you know. Mm. I might be here in Salford as Lord of Salford, but I could swear fealty to the King of Manchester, no, right. no, as a whole. If the King of Manchester says, yo, we're going to war with Liverpool, like we are every Sunday on the pitch, mate. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd fucking rather die than let Man U let in a goal, mate, basically, you know? <laughs> yeah. you know if you're going to let a ball go across that line, put my fucking corpse there instead, mate. I'll stop it, yeah, I'll and stop it. And that's because of the fealty. And that's because that of the sport. fealty that yeah, I yeah, feel... Yeah. For MEC and Manchester City United, <laughs> number one. So, Frodo, Sam. Oh, Faramir gets sent to his death as well. Yes. He's like, I don't think we should give up the place that's been overrun with orcs. I think you should go there and die. Basically, if one son's going to die, you might as well have them all die. Cheaper that way, you know. Very weird thing. And he, he's willing to go along with it because he just wants to his father to be proud of him. Yeah, well, maybe no. if I'll die, you'll be proud of me. He's like, nope. No, no but I'll, I'm going to go anyway and give it a go. Sam and Frodo, they're climbing up this staircase. Oh, that looks very stressful. It looks very stressful. Uh, Gollum's about to grab the ring, mm. and Sam can see him looking like he's going to snatch it. Oi, stinker! But because Gollum sees that Sam's seen it, he just grabs Frodo's arm and helps him up. He's setting up Sam this whole time, being like, this fat lad here he's gaslighting himself yeah he's like he's gonna steal stuff from you he wants the ring i'm the good guy he will literally ask you for it in the next scene and frodo's like the next scene (laughs) Gollum wrecks the scuff and he frames sam for it oh by the way they're sleeping so close to the edge of this cliff in this thing and it really puts me on edge because i'm sleeping close to the edge and i'm about to fall off yeah i rolled over in the night pretty edgy stuff here you know (laughs) That's why I'd say, yeah, but Dumbo Daggins believes Gollum. Yeah, he sprinkled some breadcrumbs on him. Yeah, but he dislikes the bread, and the only way it could be gone on this steep cliff is that if he's eating it all. He's a bit of a dipshit, is Frodo sometimes. He is. He's very gullible. He's a fucking soft cock. He's an absolute dumbass. <laughs> doesn't no, he doesn't believe his mates. Yeah, he doesn't believe yeah. his proper mates. This is fucking Johnny Come Lately, mate. He's not been Gollum. drinking Pepsi Blue. I tell you that because no, he's not. Not at all, mates. No. Share the loot. Now this is the bit where Sam asks to look after the ring. Yeah. And he's like, and it zooms in on his mouth. He, he will ask you for it, and he will do it in slow motion, and it will be very untrustworthy. Well, it starts off like, here, Frodo, I could have the ring, and I'll take it, and we could share the loot. Oh, that took me right to Bristol, that bit. <laughs> Fucking hell, like... <laughs> Just transplanted me. Sam gets sent away. This bit literally always makes me tear up a little bit. Where, he, where he goes, he points to him. He goes, "Go home, Sam." And Sam just sits down. And he just goes, Boo-hoo. I think at that point, if I was Frodo, I'd say, "No, no, go home. Don't sit down and cry. Leave now." And, and then they they play the, the Hobbit music as well as he's no. crying. It's very, very no. sad. Ah, now comes to my favorite scene in the movie. We have no nice songs for your big halls. Only a bonny wee sonnets. Like, come sing me a song. I've got all this fucking tuck in front of me. I'm gonna scoff into it. Yeah. Mate, watch me wreck these cherry tomatoes. <laughs> it's gross, isn't it? <laughs> it, it made me think about the fact that there's probably gotta be a Foley artist who just does the gross food noises. Yeah. I don't know if you because I know in terms of Foley, like, if you want, like, broken bones or someone getting punched, you use fruit and vegetables. Yep. You, like, break a cucumber for a broken bone or, like, punch a melon or some shit for, a, you know, just a solid punch. Yeah. But when you're trying to emulate fruit and vegetables being eaten, do you then use a human body being... 
No, Sam, what this was, this was last night. I smashed cocked chicken. Yeah. And I just recorded the audio of that. Okay, uh, send that off. And, and popped that on there. Like, you know, there was a small boy singing a sad song as I did yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. I told him, come, sing me a song. <laughs> I love this. I love that he's got loads of wine running down his mouth. Yeah, he looks proper gross. He's got the shiny lips of a man who's half an hour deep into a chicken binge. What was he even eating? Just like chicken and tomato? Chicken and bits. Like, oh, yeah. nothing chicken and salad. Nice, nice layered spread. No, yeah. I've done the exact thing it didn't look like a salad it looked like chicken and some cherry tomatoes and that was it maybe he picked the bits out that he wanted like just the tomatoes just just the red tomato no greens he wanted the splurge he wanted the pop like you know it's basically as close as you can get to eating spots and (laughs) oh Jesus (laughs) Christ (laughs) boo (laughs) moving on (laughs) there's an evil mountain yes a cursed mountain of course there is yeah, it's a cursed mountain. It's Lord of the Rings. Unfortunately, not enough Rohirrim have been mustered, mm. so they have to think a little bit outside the box. I think about that cursed mountain. Also, war is the province of men. We are told this. Yeah, Ar Arwen is dying. I think Arwen is dying. Why is she dying? Because as the strength of Sauron grows, right, her strength fades, and so they have to. Where do they have to go? to do this he's basically saying look I've got the sword for you here now and just take this and go kill Sauron right know? and also because you can use this sword to recruit some dead guys to the army Owen's dying but he's also got Eowyn on the go as it were oh yeah e- Eowyn's not really kind of in the loop here at, no. at all like you know because okay. you know you got you got all this you know stuff she's going on with you I like as well that they managed to tie in the subplot about feminism to also be the subplot about hobbits he must have said the wrong name at one point to one of them <laughs> surely oh man imagine saying someone imagine saying your brother's name during sex <laughs> by mistake like you know or accidentally calling out your hometown name instead, like, gee, what? Yeah. Nottingham. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he, he's packing up, you know, he's yeah. going to go into the mountain. But all his mates are coming with him. And Eowyn's like, you can't leave. And he's like, you know literally nothing about my life. Yeah? Yeah. You know nothing. I'm going to the Cursed Mountain. I'm going to the Cursed Mountain with my friends, and uh, I, I'm with, I, I sleep with elven women, so you wouldn't understand. Yeah. I feel bad for her. But... She goes off fighting herself. Yeah. So who's the real winner? I, I like that they're 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 going hard with it because it's like you know Mary's like oh I'm too small to to fight and she's like ah similarly even though I'm obvious she's like properly fucking made out in the previous movie that she's adept she's trained yeah, how to she fight, fight. Yep. she's good she can handle herself but she's like oh yeah I'm like you little hobbit because war is the dominion of men. I think it's just to like have them team up yeah you some got, excuse you, you to. gotta bootstrap it all together don't who's you, Mary like? gotta go with who have we got left that we can put him with it's just funny to think that if this movie was made now like if you did have the subplot about like the the heroine you know mm. coming into her own there would no way be where it's like yeah and there's room for you too like comedy sidekick <laughs> our stories are one and the same uh, Kevin I want a big orc drum oh do you the orcs have the boom 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 boom, boom, boom. looks now, like a right blast we're, looks like we're building up now for the big fight Yes. This will take up most of the middle portion of the movie. Because Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas... We've got into the mountain now. And there's ghosts. <laughs> there's ghosts in the Cursed Mountain. There is. Yeah. And the ghost CGI looks a bit Suicide Squad. It's all very neon, bright green and purple. Very, very bright green. Mm. Very much so. Lots of green ghouls in here. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Particular favourite line when the King of the Dead is taunting Aragon. And then Aragon pulls out the sword. 
and he grabs him and he's like, that line was broken. <laughs> that That's a great line. noise. I, I like it. It's, it's yeah. a great line. It's a great noise. The idea that a ghost can go is very <laughs> funny to me for some reason. This cave is full of skulls that they're in this mountain cave thing. What say you? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is when he's trying to recruit the ghost army. What say you? What say you? What say you? That's weird. What say you? Syntax there. It's, it's what it's what Tolkien says. What do you say? What say you? What say you? Hold true these bounds, and I will hold each of your oaths for fields. What say you? So he's saying, if you come and fight with me, you'll get to be at peace and be dead. Follow me, and everything will be all right. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night. What say you? And uh, uh, what does he do? He just goes... <laughs> disappears. And then loads of skulls explode. Now, the sound of skulls rolling down all together well, like sounds that. really calming. It's it like a, one of those rain stick things that you tilt and it makes that nice noise. I yeah. could sleep to the sound of skulls rolling down a hill. Alexa, play ambient sounds of skulls rolling down a hill. Got uh, it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> It, honestly, it sounds lovely. It sounds like someone's gotten a big bowl of knickknacks and has pulled up, has, has slowly tipped it out onto a hardwood floor. Sounds lovely. It's a yeah. great sound. You're going to get down, you're going to eat them, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> oh, Sam, you ready for the big battle? Yeah, because uh, the ghosts have decided to join them. Yeah. After about five minutes of not being sure whether they do or not. There's a lot going on here. We do get a cut to black at about the halfway point. Is that deliberate? Was that where there would be an intermission? Oh, please insert disc two. Is that, was that a thing? There was a thing, yes. Ah. So traditionally when I watch this movie on, on the DVDs, it would be a tr- be insert disc two. Yeah. It does literally just fade away and then come back. Yeah, it says the story continues on disc two. Intermission point. Into disc two, you get up, you stretch your legs. Well, we did get up and stretch our wake legs Wake up, dads, like, you know. <laughs> Still going. We also have lots of things going on here. For instance, Faramir is alive and Denethor wants to burn him. Yes, he thinks his son's dead. Yes. Um, or he wishes his son dead. Or he's confused about what dead or alive means. I love when he goes out and he sees all of the orcs ready to kill him. And mm. he goes, The city is overrun! And Gandalf just smacks him around the head with a, a, a little with stick thing. And again, Staff. he just goes, prepare for battle. And everyone's like, cheers, gotcha. And everyone <laughs> hears him because of his wizard voice. Right, yeah, yeah. Sam, you talked about Foley artists. Yes. And I would like to raise a glass. Raise a glass with a tipped hat on the side instead of an umbrella mm. to the Foley artists who gave us all the crunchy, crunchy sounds. Oh, and the... The trebuchets with the big rocks that land on all the orcs with the... <laughs> Oh yeah, squished orcs. Oh, great noise! Thank you very much because I feel like well, when it lands on the humans, like mm. when it lands on the orcs, yeah, crunchy, yeah. crunchy, yeah. <laughs> like there was weird. There was moments in this where I was like, yeah, oh, oh. Ah, oh. oh. you know. And, and the, one of them here was definitely seeing orcs get crunched. Yeah. I feel no guilt about that. Satisfying, isn't it? Watch a whole movie of that, really. Yeah, Alexa, play the sounds <laughs> of. Orcs being crushed by trebuchet, please. I'm going to have to edit some of this. Got <laughs> Alexa <it>. chat <laughs> Now, the orcs are having a bit of a problem. Mm. Now, even though they've got their fell beasts flying around, going re, and even though their trolls have got hats, which is an adorable touch, yeah. they can't break the wall. No. So, they call on the services. I mean, this is another extended edition exclusive? Yeah, this is Grum. it. Grum! 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 Grum!
Oh, uh, Grum, one of the all-time goal scorers for the England side. Uh, <laughs> he had a foot on him like a traction engine, this one. Seriously. Yeah. He's just a big, flaming, quite ornate wolf. Very ornate wolf. It seems unnecessary to make such an ornate wolf. Call it Grum and just use it as a battering ram. Why would you show me such an ornate piece of carvesmanship after mm. me getting really excited about all these orcs getting crushed? And now I know they have artistry and culture, and now I feel bad about that. Yeah. Thanks a lot, movie. There must be some sensitive souls among the orc community. Well, yeah, not all of them are out there getting crushed. Some of them are making... Who will make the Grums of Tomorrow? <laughs> who will make Grim and Graham and Graham? Uh, I'd watch a film called The Grums of Tomorrow. The Grums of Tomorrow. 100%. Yeah. And the movie is really picking up speed now because ghosts attack pirates. And oh, you said that this hell. was stupid. The, you and whose army... This army, and then some CGI ghosts Hooray! go through him and run forward. I've suspended a lot of disbelief. Yeah, honestly, you got a fucking suspension bridge full of disbelief right now. But this is silly daft, and yeah. it looks rubbish. And Sorry, I, is there a less? Is there a more realistic way you wanted the ghosts to attack pirates, Sam? I didn't want. Go- Why are there ghosts? Why are there ghosts? I know there's dragons and yeah. orcs and things, but there's ghosts. Ghosts. Little green girls. That can't be killed by anything other than that magic sword that Aragon has. It's kind of a cheat code, isn't it? This is all just fantasy, this, isn't it? Oh, right. Uh, no, I get it now. I understand. And yeah. A big smile comes across your face when that moment happens, you know? Yeah. Now, here's a bit that was coming in the movie that I knew well in advance you weren't going to have a fun time here. No. And I felt that there was so much working against you already with this movie that if I was to have provided you with a content a content warning yeah. or to say, hey, this is coming up that this episode would not have been made. I mean, I was warned that there was something that was going to happen that would would disturb me. Yeah. Um, You and Joe the intern were chatting about, you know, that that scary bit that Sam's going to react to. I kind of like it. I was like, oh, that's fun. (laughs) I've got that to look forward to. And it's great as well, but you know that's coming up in a four and a bit hour movie. Yeah. And it could happen literally at any moment. Yeah. And even I was like, oh, it's in the first half, I think. I mean, there were some clues as to when Frodo went into this cave and it was full of spiders' webs and things. Did, did you straight away figure out it was going to be a big, horrible well, spider? Gollum led him in saying, go in or go back. And I'm like, that's the new go big or go home. That's great. <laughs> and there were spider webs everywhere. It was all icky. It was dark. <laughs> like, uh, 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 I'm Frodo. And he was, that was what he was doing as well, wasn't he? Frodo goes, uh, uh, <laughs> I knew there was going to be something up. Yeah. And it was a big spiddly diddler. Sam, this was so big it was a straight up spuddly duddly. This was fucking monstrous. Disgusting. Yucky. Ugh. Shelob. And it's a she. Which I... Another another female character joins the Lord of the Rings ranks, finally. I thought her name was Sheila. Sheila! Which I thought would be great. J.R. Tolkien had a really bad summer girlfriend who he fell out bad with and he turned her into a giant monster. (laughs) Sheila! You spider! Yeah, she stabbed me in the heart, mate, with her poison stinger, yeah? This this spider is fucking gross. Yeah. I'm I'm very scared of spiders. I'm not afraid to admit, I'm afraid of spiders I'm not afraid to admit them afraid of spiders yeah and there's a lot back and, and you forth. can't put a glass over this one no this you would need and think about it as well Sam right is that the sheer scale of that glass Kevin right that's that spider as well because they're hobbits as well the spider's even bigger mm. so that's like imagine if you were a hobbit oh I guess maybe to me that would just be a tiny little spider <laughs> maybe maybe one of your big glug cups you could put in there yeah, like maybe. you know one of those proper one of those Pepsi Max ones you can get from only from a motorway station like a proper big boy like, yeah, you yeah. know, 
can slot a big plate underneath it or something. <laughs> uh, the, the spider is horrible. Oh. Now, we do cut back and forth here, but let's follow through the spider thread here for a okay. second. The spider chases him. It's horrible. It's scary. Mm. He has a little fight with Gollum, and then Gollum gets tipped over the edge. Yeah, that's right. him done. And End of story. Gone. You know, one of the greatest villains of cinema. See you later, bye. Disposed of. Disposed of. <laughs> but the bit where she loved the spider very quietly. Sheila? <laughs> Sheila? The way, where, where he goes in very quietly behind Frodo, mm. as Frodo thinks he's escaping, mm. and then mm. stabs him. And he's like, Not she's on that. quiet as a mouse, even though she's a giant spider. And then... <laughs> he's been stabbed too many times <laughs> as Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, is, right? It's, it's that type of... <laughs> Where there's a, a thick liquid coming out, which means you get the... You know that? Yeah, it's like that. The, the gross stuff coming out of the mouth. Where, where it's both a noise coming out and there's a froth as well yeah. at the same time. So it's a, for, so from a noise sound effect... And there's been a lot of stabbings in these movies, and mm. I love them a lot, as you can tell. This is the all-time top one. Now, this spider stinger is kind of positioned where, like, a little spider dick would be, even though this is a girl spider. So it looks like he's been stabbed with a spider dick, and there's oh. kind of white ooze coming out of his mouth. And, and also, when the unpleasant. little hard spidery dick bit comes out as well, it comes out, and it's got all this, like, goo on it as well. Because yeah. it's, it's moist. It's like a slippery... <laughs> hard stabby spider dick it's this horrible black nail covered in slime uh, that comes out no yeah. one likes that and you uh, certainly don't want to don't want it right in your tummy <laughs> <laughs> it's proper horrible yeah and then he gets all wrapped up and they did you know what was happening here with four frodo what they was been like did you think that was it see you later by the end no i didn't think he was dead Frodo no. dies. he's been stabbed by the thing he gets all wrapped up doesn't he go into bright overexposed land for a minute where someone's like oh you can use the yeah yeah light and, and then he gets stabbed right afterwards yeah okay it doesn't do anything thanks a lot elves yeah you get yeah he gets all wrapped up and he gets taken away by orcs but some other stuff happens in the time that this in, in the time grom breaches through that's obviously big big yeah. moment for grom heads and you're listening in you want to know when grom gets his moment to shine i was wondering did grom succumb but grom didn't succumb nah. Grom succeeded grom's gonna come baby that's what happens <laughs> and then denethor with my other favorite line in the movie bring mm, wood, wood and, and oil, oil. <laughs> yes uh, i have not been in a situation in the 16 years since I've seen this movie, where I've needed both wood and oil at the same time. But you wish for that to one day happen. I've often needed oil. I've sometimes, I used to have a wood chip burner back in Lincoln. But never the twain. Never the twain of mess, you know? Once it was like, bring wood and then I will need oil, but not at the same time. Sam comes in to save Frodo. Yeah. From the Spiddly Diddler. Here he comes to save the day. The idea of Touching a spider with your bare feet is the most horrific thing to me. Yeah. And um, we've thought about hobbit feet a lot, whether they're, you know, calloused enough that they're basically shoes. Mm. But just something about spiders touching your flesh. The few times that we got shots of the feet in this, you were pr- like, because their feet are all cut I was beaten off. off. You were. <laughs> As soon as you saw like those, like they were like really sore looking, uh, and they had walked on the. It was when they were going up that that secret staircase and things like that. I'm like, their feet must be knackered. Oh no, it's not yeah. fun at all. No, I think actually seeing Sam fight back for, to the spider is almost scarier and worse than the spider just stabbing him straight up. Like, yeah, I mean, because <sighs> he stabs him in all the soft bits. It's all like. Probably the thing that disturbs me the most about a spider is the big squishy abdomen mm. full of just of course ooze. he stabs it there as well then in the oh. eyes and well yeah 
I mean, it's gross, but Sam does manage to kill the spider. He does. Well, not kill it. He doesn't get it, just make it, it retreat. Off, so you know it's definitely alive and it will yes. come back. It could, for instance, Sam, like when you're in your house, it could be there. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love when these orcs come. These guys are such fucking players. Yeah. They all they waddle in. What have we got here? What have we got here? That spider Sheila has been wrapping up a little bit. Ah, kill the magic now. She likes our meat fish. And Sam's like, oh, he's still alive. He's still Sam. You feel he's still alive? What she does is she stabs him with a poison stinger, and then they go limp as a dead fish. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that there's obviously a stream direction, which is, and then his mouth goes. He does that like four or five times. Yeah, he's really hamming it up. Whoever's playing this orc here. Yeah, this guy is is here to be like he wants to win the Oscar for best orc. Because it must be hard when you're in a a, you know a character that's all made up as a a monster to really stand out. That's true. And so he's like, right, my thing is going to be, and he you know nails it. For instance, there's another orc later. He says, you know what, my thing's going to be. sounding things ever what makes a noise like that I don't know they also have silly horns as well where they go <laughs> lots of silly noises in there they are the silliest sounding motherfuckers ever so the orcs where do they take Frodo when he's all wrapped up there's a little tower just by Shelob's mm. there so it's a special little tower they take him up to yeah because when Sam kind of un- unmasks him mm. for when he's been all gunked up Frodo to me there where he's all wrapped up before he's taken away looks hilarious it looks like he's wearing one of those more suits but they're just taking the face off but, I just yeah. kind of I want to see when Frodo's in that state just someone to play the, the music from train spotting over the top of it like because he looks proper like he's having a he's he's tripping balls there wooden oil brass yes so Faramir isn't dead but he's about to be burned yep and Rohan are in the house the sun rises hey death hey death I mean, three yells of death. He's pretty much setting us up for, like, lower your expectations here, folks. Oh, you didn't die? Oh, that's a plus then, isn't it? But I shouted death at the start. Three times, you know? Yeah, another big fight in the big city. I mean, the thing I do like about these big epic battles, and often I am quite bored from them, there's a, there's a lot of us in this one. But the thing I do like is when like one big row of people on horseback meets another big row of people on horseback and they kind of converge. And it goes... Da, 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 da. I like that. When you see the scale of that. And you ha- have the orcs be like, form ranks, and they're like... Aah! Yeah. And then they get crunched. I like seeing those orcs get fucked up. I, I do. I really, I really do. And yeah. it's good to know because like, I see the orcs as like being like... The worst of England. You know, and it feels... Big can of white wizards. You know, I'm good to know that even the English can get... Because all Irish will see, they're going to go, yeah, get them, get the Brits, get them, right. you know. Uh, but it's good to know that you as an Englishman could still enjoy that. Oh, was that typical British self-hatred as it well? Is, yeah, 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 the self-loathing yeah. of the British. I say British, English, probably, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The self-loathing of the British is something mm that I assume you hate about yourself the most. It is, yeah. yeah. 
It's good that a self fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Lovely. Um, the naughty dad that Dar- denim denim Jean. He is trying to burn himself and his son. Like the heathen kings of old, we will burn. Why does he want to burn himself? Is he just like, I'm done? Yeah, he's basically saying... I'm a fucking idiot. He has said that the city has fallen. It's all fucked. We're all going to die. Yeah. Me and my boy, we're going to go out like fucking players on fire. Because as we all know, self-immolation. It's like going very quietly in the night. Like You, know, you go out like a light. Very very Piece gentle. Yeah. Very gentle. You're you're lulled into a screaming, agonizing death as you burn, to, burn alive. Yeah. He gets set on fire and it's very funny. He's <laughs> <laughs> very, and, he, and when he gets set fire, he goes, hoo, hoo! runs off a edge of the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and this, this is Marion Gandalf that have saved Faramir here. Yeah, Faramir is safe, but his dad's not. He's on fire, running off the edge. Uh, this wee. is the most extreme version of Get Your Own Back I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> my dad says that I'm not as good as my dead brother. Well, pull that lever and set him on fire. You wish that our places were trained, that I had been gunked in Boromir's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who are these elephant lads? They're oliphants. Who are these oliphant lads? They are wicked men from the, the oliphonic spree. Now, I, there's a few little bits, I don't want to get too into it, but mm. all uh, whiff of colonialism here, a little bit off of uh, J.R. Tolkien, but. There are noted wicked men from the east. Right. And people from Gondor and Rohan are men of the west. And the evil wicked men from the east who seem to be kind of like a mixture of pirates and those Easterling guys we saw last time around. And these guys who are all dressed up in weird kind of tribal facial tattoos riding yeah. these big elephants. And it's a bit. It's a little bit. Mm. A little bit. I mean, I mean I'm, ta- I'm not obviously, I'm from, you know, from west me, I've got a bit of east-west bias to begin with. Like, yeah, you know, right. But uh, I don't know. It seems a little bit something like something about it is a bit. Yeah, there's something about the line from Gollum: "Wicked men from the east, they serve the dark master." Seems like the sort of thing Gimli, the actor, would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we knew his name, but just Gimli. Gimli. Yeah. Just type in Gimli racist. <laughs> but these big elephants are doing a lot of damage. It's quite upsetting to see them get hurt, the big elephants. Yeah, I was in many minds about this because at the mm. start I was like, oh, poor elephants. They don't. But then I was like, no, they're not elephants, Gimli. They're oliphants. Oliphant. They're oliphants. They're not elephants. And just because they invoke something that you've got a personal feeling for and I love yeah. that I love elephants they're great little elephant you got stuck in the mud in the recent planet earth very very sad made me cry yeah. got stuck in the mud and he couldn't get out these oliphants are weapons of war mm. that's what you gotta remember and at the end of the day mate weapons of war what was happening Sam was I was watching this from the animal welfare point of view and I was feeling like well the oliphants are very cool it's good to see them you know they're, they're used for their power and they're, they're very prominent there and all that they are getting attacked a lot but they don't seem to be in a good deal of pain but then I got proper distracted because one of them stood on a horse and it went <laughs> and you don't even consider the horse that you're like that's great it was just all in one though like you know <laughs> like one tan he just got it all in one mate and it was and I kind of lost my, my train of thought then after that really so yeah I feel like Mary being paired up with Eowyn. Eowyn. They don't have fabulous chemistry. Yeah, no, they don't. No, they do not at all. No. I feel like this is the thing I was concerned about when Mary and Pippin got separated in the first place. That there would be some sort of... They'd be paired... And I think... You want Jane, Simon, Bob together, like, you P- know? Pippin and Gandalf and Thor... Denim Thor... Dereth- Denethor. Denethor. 
that all kind of works. Oh, yeah. Mary and Owen, I'm not feeling as much, even though I like both of them as characters. I think they get away with that by having probably one of the most memorable... I've said this, this probably shows you why this movie is good. I've called like five or six things the most memorable or best bit in mm. the movie already, and we're, we're, we're not there yet. No. But when the Witch King kills the Horse King... Yes. And then, you know, very, 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 very amazing moment where he's, like, fighting Eowyn. And he's mm. like, no man can kill me. And she's like, I am no man. That that face, that... that When she reels back. And she stabs him right in the chops. Right in the fucking, fucking face. beautiful. Love it. Yeah. Great. And then he all buckles up like a can that has had a bit of water boiled out of it. Atmospheric pressure. Yeah. Yes. Great. You prove its existence. Yeah. And she's defending her dad who unfortunately is perishing. Yeah. Despite that. It's a very cool moment. I like to see witch kings get killed. Yeah. And this was particularly brilliant. Gothmog also gets killed as well then when uh, the dead squad arrive. We pretty much end this fight. They're a bit too good, these ghosts. Oh, the, yeah, the ghosts. Well, you can't kill a ghost. No. Unless you've got a special sword. Or some sort of, like, I don't know, exorcism type. I don't know. This is a non-Christian country. I don't know what they would do really here. No. Exorcisms are powerless against them. If you've got a ghost, mate, you're fucked. CGI Legolas is more effective than a ghost, though. Climbing up the elephant. Yeah, and then, yeah. then Tony Skateboarding Hawk Skateboarding down. I was hoping he was going to ollie on the ollifants, like, you know, <laughs> spin it around, grind a lot. You know there would be... He basically grinds down yeah. the trunk of it. You know you'd have to grind on it, and then the skate would be on the different levels of Minas Tirth, wouldn't it? Secret videotape up by yeah, the tree, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and then you you do a special bit where you have to, like, ollie onto Denethor and set him on fire, and then he falls <laughs> off. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Make it, you coward, Tony Hawk! So... Erwin's dad, he is in his final moments. Theoden is Theoden. The, yeah, he's, it's all over for Theoden. She said, I'm going to save you. And he's like, you already have. And then he dies, so it's like, joke's no, on I you. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Like, <laughs> what did he say? Oh, nothing. He was just saying how I, um, I was always there for him. So the big battle is over, and that's the final big battle we've got for the whole film, right? Oh, no, nah, that was a mistake. What's this? No, Sam, we're binging this series of Game of Thrones. There's more big battles to come. The ghosts get released. Release us! He makes a weird... How did you describe this noise? It was a very vivid description. I, how did I describe it? it? If you need to do a big fart that you've been, that was like almost kind of painful. Oh yeah, it's kind of coming out in one. Yeah. Have you ever woken up in the first thing in the morning? You wake up and you get out of bed and you're like, oh, something's not right. Mm. Like you feel just you woke up out of sorts. Yeah. On the right side of the bed, yet mentally on the wrong side of the bed, at least gastronomically speaking. And then it's not going to be like a big, huh, you know, big fart, nothing like that. But maybe as you're walking. Maybe as you're doing your morning wee, all of a yeah. sudden, <sighs> release me. <laughs> and your oath is held fulfilled. All the green gas just kind of like goes, gets swept away in one fell swoop. Yeah. And I, so that's brilliant. They're gone now. They're gone now. Their purposes have been served. Eowyn looks like she's died too, but she's revived with a damp cloth. This is where the... Extended Revived version. with a damp cloth. Yeah, she. the reason they're showing that she's hurt is because by stabbing the Witch King in the head, it's meant to be like, you know, that... It's like, it takes a lot out of you. takes a lot out of you. Sure. And then, like, you have Aragorn go over and they build... And then they co- co- zoom in on the evening star, you know, his, his special mm. elven jewellery. But then you just, yeah, dabs her with a damp cloth and there she's all right, like... It's fine now. The extra bits now that all have her... In it from here on, this is in the extended version, are so... so that, that's the end of her story. 
in the theatrical. Oh, you bit. don't even see this in the theatrical bit. You see her. You see Theoden say, "You already saved me," and then and that's, that's it. Much it. Yeah, and then we get here this bit where like Faramir literally kind of goes, mm-hmm. and she goes, mm-hmm. "You're like Shiarwin," and she's like, "And you're like Shiaragon," no. like, you know. Fucking betas. She's, be- she, she's better than him. No, it's always it's fine when two betas get. You know, she's better. She's too better. She's too good for him. Too good for Faramir. Like uh, Mary and Pippin reunite because Pippin's been fighting. Mary's been fighting. They, you know, on the same battlefield. So he's realized two Starcraft lovers whose dads have just died as well. Very romantic, isn't it? Like, yeah. Know, tell me uh, more yeah. about your dead dad. Like, it wasn't just completely thrown together. I guess had so. some. You know, how did your dad die? Well. He died heroically defending me against a monster. Well, my dad got set on fire by a wizard. <laughs> oh, do you want to have words with Gandalf about that? No, I don't think I'll have any more dialogue in this film. Okay. Mary and Pippin reunited. Very cute. Yeah. Um, the orcs that have captured Frodo, they're proper kicking off with they each are. other. What happened, Sam, was that one of the orcs dropped a glass. Right. And then it's just it all kicked off from there, like... British pub situation. Get that it down there trying to fucking knock me. Get him, lads. Wait. One of them does a drop kick. It's a great drop kick. It it's is a fucking so brilliant fucking drop great. Kick. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's so many moments in this movie where it's like, why did you choose for that thing to happen? Mm. Why did you choose for him to do a drop kick? But it's well, great. It is. It is, is great. great but yeah. it's like, it's like, why? <laughs> so many times where an inexplicable thing happens. So the orcs are going to bleed Frodo like a stuck pig. Not if I stick you first. Uh, Sam just stab the him. <laughs> <laughs> Blood goes all over him into his mouth. But oh no, the orcs have already nicked the ring. Just, no, they haven't. Uh, begging your pardon, Mr. Frodo, now, if you Sam please. got the ring. I love it when Sam goes up the tower and he makes himself all big. Mm. And the orcs are all like, ah, we're scared because we've got hate in our hearts. And yeah. we're, we're scared of everything, really. Mm. That's really the issue, isn't it? Like, mm. like England. <laughs> it's scared. Yeah. What's going We're just really scared. Yeah, we're scared. What's That's the, why we're acting out. That's why we're always acting out, like, you know? That's how Brexit started, isn't it? <laughs> but then he goes up and he goes, this, this one's for Frodo. This one's for me. This one's for the Shire. And then he says, and this one's for me old gaffer. Hey. And you know, somewhere that gaffer's rubbing a pumpkin, laughing his head off. <laughs> Not a, a world away he is. Sam's a good lad, isn't he? He's very good. Frodo's still is a bit like, all right, give me the ring. Give me yeah, the, they said now in the director's commentary, this is a very, and I yes, I have watched the extended version of the director's commentary. Fuck it out, Kevin. Which is a great four hours. Uh, it's good. To, it's great to hear people from Hollywood run out of steam. Who would want to hear people talk about Lord of the Rings, the extended <laughs> Uh, but they said that it was very important. They didn't want it to be a triumphant thing when these guys reunited because that meant that the ring was there, which meant that that's why he's like, begging your pardon. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know. Still tension. Still tension, exactly. Yeah. Not, not a happy time. Mm. Aragon's got a bit of an idea, Sam. Yeah. What if we were to have a battle for Middle-earth. I mean, a really big battle. You have all the humans from Gondor and Rohan and they face off against the might of Mordor. All the orcs from Minas Morgul and the Black Gate. All co- like what we just had. Yes, but over there. Let's do that again. Let's do that again. Final battle. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let me see your final battle face, Sam. Yeah. There he is there now. Good stuff. Frodo needs safe passage. He does need safe passage. And, I mean, it's difficult to find safe passage, but as they say, Sam, where there's a whip, there's a way. Sorry, there's one thing that is amazing. They're going to trap Sauron. Yeah. And Gandalf says, Sauron's much smarter than that. He's not going to get trapped. And Aragorn says, no, he will. 
And that's that's their entire <laughs> argument. He doesn't say anything smart back. He's like, no, actually, if we do, he's I'm like, king. No, well, because that's sorry. Is this movie called Return of the Wizards? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, it was what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep my name out of your mouth, yeah? Yeah. Sam and Frodo very smartly blend in with the orcs. Yes, uh, as we all know, Sam, where there's a whip, there is a way. And they don't want to go to the... They don't want to go to war today. But the Lord of the Lash says, hey, hey, hey. I'm going to march all day, all night. Where there's a whip, there's a way. Don't you know we're at war? Don't you know we're at war? (laughs) Inspection! Brilliant British orcs. Oh, you better get this rebelly ratting or, or I'll have your gut your will. That was when I came to England and I was on the boat and it was all like, oh, all these yeah. And uh, Joe wanted us all to point out that this big dirty orc, he had no nose. So, uh, how but, so he, Kevin, uh, how does he smell? Uh, terrible. Hey! <laughs> and uh, just like that, the dads. We get them, you know. Get, you need that dad demographic. We, we got some some arrows pointing upwards now, green arrows. We got the dad buff. My dad will be listening at home. Will have loved that. He wouldn't have listened otherwise. No. So <laughs> but you I, know. I have to go home, but it's going to be a good joke for you in this one. Yeah, my, my dad wouldn't have listened otherwise. But as they say, where there's a whip, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's lost hope that they're going to make it home. Yeah, because uh, right at the start he's like, oh, we've rationed just enough of this elven bread for yeah. the journey home. And he's always very... Uh, and he's like, nothing ever dampens your spirit, Sam. We're going to our death. Whereas now, Sam's spirit has fully been dampened. Yeah, he's, he's like, ah, no. Eat, we're not eat. making it home, we're going to fucking die. Yeah, we're going to die, we might as well die with a full stomach. When Samwise Gamgee is saying that, you know things are pretty dire. It is. And they're on their final stretch there now, and the yeah. problem is though, between them and Mount Doom, there is is the Eye of Sauron, which for thematic purposes has become simply a watchtower now. It's just a, an eye that casts a light going zip, 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 zipping around it the place. sees Frodo, he falls over. He falls over and he's, he's also cold as well. Because he's taken off his orc gear. He should have brought a jacket. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's one of the basic things when you're going on a big trip like that. Now, a certain character... A certain character... Decides to have a little play around with accents. Play. We've had... Our British characters. We've had plenty. I've got my fill. I feel at home. I feel I've got characters. I've had enough regional accents for one day. I can relate to some characters in this film. And finally, I'm glad there's a character that you can... Some for me to sink my teeth into. Now, there was a season of The Apprentice recently where Mm. one of the contestants, and I think she will go down as my least favourite contestant of all time. Okay. Because when she was out there doing... Katie Hopkins was on The Apprentice. She was on The Apprentice (laughs) as well. But when she was out there doing deals, Mm. she'd be like, Raj, can you get us a, a particular price for that? And would you be interested having the product at this price yeah and would you like and then once you came back there Lance sure would you look at I only went and gotten it for us now I've gotten the deal so I have and then she goes in with Lord Sugar well Lord Sugar but she put on a British accent fake British accent to hide her Irishness because she didn't think she she thought her uh, Irish accent was at odds with being taken seriously and why haven't you had the decency to do that I don't know (laughs) Sam I don't know there have been said I'm confused being Canadian half the time so maybe you know it doesn't work that way but Aragon similarly just decides out of nowhere let the lord of the black land come forth let justice be done upon him <laughs> I mean who's this Irish motherfucker you, you said this to me and I thought he's exaggerating you, you warned me that like he's going to turn Irish here I was like he won't turn out. to someone who's Irish and is very sensitive to it and understands all the nuances of the accent to Kevin this will be like oh he sounds really Irish to me I'll just be like no he sounds the same 
No, he sounds fucking Irish. Legitimately it's, Irish. He just puts on an Irish accent for no reason. When he's talking loud in a battlefield. The black man, come for Irish. Justice be done upon him. <laughs> in the name of oh. <laughs> And then we get a great character who's only in the extended version. Baby, prepare your eyes for the gaping maw of the mouth of Sauron. With whom of you I might be to treat. Uh. Horrible toothy bastard. Remember earlier when we said there was that orc who went, ah. Now this is that concept fleshed out into a whole character. You can just see his mouth. Know that he suffered greatly at the hands of his master. He's got Frodo's clothes. Yeah, and he's also got Henry Kissinger's voice. (laughs) He's almost (laughs) as evil as Henry Kissinger as well. But Irish arrogant just lops his fucking head off. It's great. You don't get much of this character. No, this is, you get more, he's there to build the character of Irish Aragon like yeah. you know and Irish Aragon doesn't play around with no fucking ghost army he's there chopping the heads off I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me <laughs> oh this is so fucking ridiculous uh, there's another fight happening now and then yeah. all the orcs come out and they surround him again I, I tell you Gimli doesn't think he'd be fighting side by side with an elf no. And Legolas says, what about side by side with a friend? I'd love it if Gimli went, still no. No, no, no. absolutely. You're not my friend. No, you woman, listen, you don't <laughs> understand. Global warming doesn't exist. And Sam, just before that battle starts, so we get kind of concurrent Sam and Frodo and battle stuff happening here. It's kind mm. of cutting between the two. So we've got a battle about to start. We've got Sam and Frodo edging towards Mount Doom. As they're hitting the pan pipes hard now with, yeah, the, yeah. with the with, and and the flutes getting all fucking proper wistfulness. You feel nostalgic for the Shire as they talk about the first of the strawberries with cream. Yes, and that it we both went ooh because <laughs> <laughs> when you're nearly four hours in a bit of the thought of the strawberries with cream ooh oh yes yeah I mean Frodo can't even remember food so that's how long they've not been eating. <laughs> How long have they been out here not having that bread? Well, well they've been on, well, on, on the on the trot days from movie one. No, but they've had that lamp lambus bread. Lambus bread. I don't know, they've probably been out here for maybe a week, I'd say. A couple, yeah. couple days. David Blaine did it for ages. Yeah, what's the big deal? Like, yeah. And he had to deal with rabble rousers throwing paint at him, you know? Yeah. You Fred, got nothing, Fred didn't get that. Nothing at all. No, you got he got mates. wrapped up in spider gunk, but that's, <laughs> you know, by the by. Sam carries Frodo. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. Uh, and then Gollum appears. Uh, Gollum time. He's back. He is. And he fights and bites. Mm. And this is a particularly gross fight as he gets hit in the face with a rock. Yeah. Um, it's very, very nasty now. And Gollum and Sam are kind of duking it out. And it's all, yeah. It's you all know, he, he slices him in the stomach. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah. Careful, boys. They'll hurt each other. Really gone off, Gollum. And because this final act was not crazy enough, some eagles. Gi- sorry, eagles. Giant eagles. Yeah. They, they come down as well. Hotel California plays really loudly. As well. Very, very loudly. Yeah. And as we all know, the forces of Sauron hate the fucking eagles, man. And they really <laughs> want to get out of there as a result. And then Frodo has got the, the famous line here. He's, he's right over the mouth of Mount Doom. Yeah. The fires where the very hated ring itself was forged. Feck off. The ring is mine, so it is. 
After they've come all that way. All that way. Just but ah, oh, no, fuck it, actually. Why didn't he second turn me back in, before I climbed all those stairs? The, the way he's kind of like moving his finger towards the Ooh. ring while looking at Sam, like, I'm going to fucking do it. There we go. And he just Look pops. Me, now, it, he, he's probably making all sorts of faces invisible. We just didn't get to see it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sticking his tongue out, pulling his ear, all the nasty ones, doing the dreaded thumb to the nose with the dangly digits. Yes. You know, thumb to the nose with the dangly digits. It's, it's absolutely disgusting, despicable lack of respect. I, I really enjoyed the Gollum and Frodo CG fight where Frodo's invisible. It yeah. reminded me of Fight Club. It's great, and yeah. it's, it's basically like, what if Gollum was the world's worst backpack? <laughs> you know, just on it. He's not even put it on, just floating around going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to get the ring, he bites off Frodo's finger. Oh. And then puts the ring on. And he's so happy. And that's pretty, pretty hard to get well, He doesn't put the finger. ring on. Oh, he doesn't put it on. No, he's he, got the ring. He's got the ring. He holds it. He's dancing around, all yeah. happy. Then they both struggle. Gollum falls over the edge with the ring. Yeah. He's gone. That's finally it for Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> and the ring lands on what appears to be a piece of very melted cheese, mm. which then melts and lets the ring disappear into it. It's a bit like tiger bread as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a bit of that now. Oh, Ooh, strawberries very... and cream. Oh, tiger bread. Ooh. They would be having the first of the tiger bread from Sainsbury's. <laughs> and if um, I was to marry anyone with Frodo, it would have been her. It would have been her. I don't know why that makes me tear up. It's sweet. It, I don't know why. It's like, yeah, but in the, in the what's the extended first one? He sees Rosie Cotton. And he's like, oh, there's Rosie Cotton. He's like, oh, I'll get my nerve up someday. Uh. And then he's there bawling his eyes out because he never got the shift. Well, Sam's really sweet, isn't he? You know? Yeah, he, he comes and he saves Frodo, even though Frodo betrayed him. I would have been like, now, have you what learned? Have your, you learned? How have you learned? Yeah. yeah. You've already lost a finger. You don't need to lose a friend as well. <laughs> he, he picks him up with the hand with the missing finger. I'd be a bit squeamish about that. Don't but you let go. Uh, Sam really becomes the hero at the end of this, doesn't he? He's, he's much more the hero he's than Frodo. He's the hero the whole way. You just say that because he's a Sam, isn't he? Like? Same name as me, yeah. It turns out that Sam was the one who had seen the movies all along, actually. Yeah. And Kevin learned more than Sam ever could have. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great way to end... The as a whole. Speaking of, this would be a great way to end the blank. Let's enter it to the let's end the movie sweepstakes now because when they lay there and all of the, the tower collapses, Sauron's eye explodes, all the orcs all run away, yeah. Mordor implodes in of itself, everyone's like, Frodo! And this has them lying there, you see the eagles coming and it's them fade to black. That would have been a great way to end the movie, right? I think Sam literally says, it's over now. <laughs> no, it's not. Nope. You got another forty minutes to go, pal. So that's our first credits moment that's gone. Okay, that's, yeah. so that's definitely a first credit moment. When the eagles pick them up and then they're they actually get eagled away, they're eagled away, and then so they're like, oh, they're safe. And this is part where like Frodo's issue, like you know, his eyes closed and he smiles. He's like, I'm going to be all right. Credits there two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sam Frodo wakes up in a white room from a crazy dream. Gandalf! <laughs> the way everyone laughs in this. It, it reminds me of like the end of episodes of Pokemon. Where it's creepy. It is. Very creepy. Mary, Pippin, ha <laughs> They've all been queuing up outside to go in and laugh. And then Gimli comes in and goes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> has, has he even seen an inconvenient truth, though? Has he? And then Sam comes in and the last. Oh, but no, Legolas. But Legolas oh, comes yeah. in. He sits in the doorway just and he gives him a nod like it's not appropriate for me to. I'm not that good of a friend, like. Sam know. comes in, laughter stops. Yeah, no, everything's changed, isn't it? Like. Mm. Because if Sam had come in the first movie, he would have probably fallen over backwards into a plant pot. <laughs> and then the strangers would have spit. Like, you're a stupid, fat, idiot Sam the Hobbit who always gets it wrong. Which now that I'm the hero. True hero of the story. He also looks a little bit sexier now, I think. He does, yeah. I mean, it's always been a bit, you know, of unexpected hot. And then you know he's a bit of a bad boy as well with the way he treats the fans. Like, <laughs> ooh, if I ask you for an autograph, I might get cussed out. Like. So that scene where everyone's you know, together and they're laughing. Well, Fade out. Credits. Third possible credits moment. No, no coronation. Yeah. And now begins the rule of men. And we put the crown onto Aragon. And yeah. Aragon goes, man, I'm all But he's not Irish anymore. He's talking normal. Yeah. Um, Are we talking about the genuine Irish hymn he's singing there now, you know? And then... Uh, Why all- is he singing? He's singing... Because he's the king. He's, he's the king. He's also singing... That's what Elvis did. <laughs> no, not Elvis. Elvish. Oh, yes. Sorry. Elvish. Yes. He's singing an Elvish. And I think that's because his Lady Arwen's arrived. Yeah. Has a bit of a snog. And he's like, everyone, it's going to be peace from now on. It's going to be awesome. The woman he hasn't really seen much for most of the last two films. Yeah. Is the one he marries. Yeah, he's happy with that, though. Yeah. Long, sure. long may it continue. Why not? Hey. And if you already know that you're going to have a kid in the future and you, you know, your future's already been foreseen, it kind of takes all the stress out of it, doesn't it? And they, after the coronation, I mean, during the coronation, they all kneel down and respect the hobbits who are all standing there going, yeah, we do. Yeah, because they're about to... to ba- everyone's bowing to Aragorn. And he's like, my yeah. friend, you kneel before no one. It's the hobbits. And everyone kneels down. It's all nice. And they all celebrate. Wow. It almost feels like we went there and back again, right? You know, like people are bound to hobbits. A big zoom out, you see like that Mordor is now all like green and yep. nice. Everything's okay. Tree and in full bloom. And we're at its back in the Shire now. Yes. Now what I want you to know about as bad as this movie gets in terms of false ends. Mm. And this, by the way, is not something that is just because you're watching the extended take. Like this, this, this is whole, in the theatrical cut. This, in this whole bit all happens okay. in the theatrical cut where you've got these constant false finishes. I literally, even though I was the biggest Lord of the Rings nerd ever, you know, skipping out of school to go see this one for the third mm. year in the row, I was getting my coat at the moment. My fucking yeah. arsehole was weeping at the thought of sitting down for another five minutes at this point. It was the most uncomfortable... Can you imagine being in a cinema... Yes. 16 years ago. Oh. Chairs have come a long way, Sam. They have. You know? And not to speak ill of Irish cinema seats 16 years ago, but, Uh. you know, this shit was fucking ridiculous. But did you know that one of the biggest points of contention between the nerds who love the books and the nerds who love the movies is that they do not include one of the most important parts of the end of the Lord of the Rings franchise? The books include it, the film doesn't. Yes. What's that? At this point in the books, what happens is they come back to the Shire and they find out that the Shire is all horrible. It's been turned into, you know, when Frodo looks into the Merity season into a motorway it's been th- <laughs> yeah you know, it's been turned into a welcome services and all the hobbits have to work in oh, a no. uh, in a WH Smith and they hate it yeah. they have to offer everyone chocolate even though they don't know they want it like, and the chocolate's hideously overpriced they get back to the Shire and the Shire's all horrible and it's been run and overtaken by Grima Wormtongue and Sauron oh, no. who don't die at this point there's a whole thing where the hobbits oh. all rise up together to fight and kill Sauron and Grima Wormtongue another big battle you had to have another big battle at the end right, here. Well, I'm glad they skimped on 
that. And people are literally like, oh, can you believe it? They got rid of Christopher Lee at the start of the movie and they didn't have a bid. Imagine at this point now if Christopher Lee came out. Oh, and there's another like 50 minutes running Yeah, I'd have been very upset. The end of the podcast right there. Not so, anymore. No, thankfully we just come back. We're into the Shire. Everyone gives them the luck when they come back. Yeah. We go to the Green Drag. Honestly, them coming back into the Shire on the horses. Mm-hmm. Zoom out. Could have been a credit. Credits moment. right yeah. there. They go to the pub. Ask for a date with old Rosie Cotton. Oh, there we go. Get married. All of them clink their glasses together. Credits? No. No. We're going to the harbour. Yeah. With Bilbo. Mm. And uh, at this point, I was convinced when you got to see Bilbo that you would have said that that was you. Because he was all old and... Oh, because of ha- how long I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Finished. Yeah, yeah, And you I mean, did like it. And that makes me think I don't know you as well as I thought you did. Well, for- <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that was the joke you yeah, thought was the make. I thought you would definitely make. Oh. You were so tired at the end of it, I though. think I was just so exhausted and getting through all these endings that I didn't have time to make that and joke. And Bilbo's like, Where are we going again, Frodo? To the harbour, Uncle Bilbo. Do you have that old ring of mine? I'd very much like to touch it again. No, Uncle, I I gave that away. Pity that. (laughs) (laughs) No. I was about to do a credit roll, I think. You, you got me. Um, if right there, we would... <laughs> credit roll. Uh, um, Frodo's been writing The Lord of the Rings, by the way. Oh, yeah. The many yeah. times they cut to him cut it and writing it, you were like, who is it going to be? The Lord of the Rings by Frodo. Don't call me that anymore. Call me by my given name. J.R. or Tolkien. <laughs> credit. Credits. Um... So, old ass Bilbo, he's asking about the ring. He's off on a boat. I'm quite ready. Where's he going on the boat? To the Undying Lands. Right, because he's old. And when you're old enough, you can just go to, like, a kind of... Is it like a retirement village? And then you see it. A great plain of silver. Why is Frodo going? White shores, green ever new. Because Frodo is ba- basically what, what what it's meant to be, but they don't really explain it here. It's explained to the book more, is that because an age is ending, it's the third age is over now, which means that that was the age of all the rings, which means that the rings aren't working anymore, so the elves are leaving. And because Frodo was a ring bearer, it's kind of like, look, you have a free ticket if you want to come to the Undying Lands. That's why Bilbo gets to go as well, because he was a ring bearer. Right. And even in the... In, in the extended, like, similarity and extended bits, Sam eventually goes to the Undying Lands as well because okay. he held the ring for a very short period of time as well mm. when he took it off of Frodo. But Sam becomes the mayor of Hobbiton first and then it runs yeah. the Shire and has, has a nice garden. Nice. So, yeah, they're sailing off into the Undying Lands and that's what Gandalf describes earlier when Pippin's like, we're all going to die. And he's like, yeah, but dying's fucking mint, mate. It's so good. Yeah. HMV, got Argos. <laughs> got Nando's, got Zizzy, Costa, it's got Halifax. Benson's for beds. <laughs> the whole lot. It's got, it's got it all, mate, you know. Yeah. It's not got spudgy like, though, that's, well, you know. That yeah. belongs in hell. And then you see it, Golden Woolworth, <laughs> stretches on for miles, green the, the all price been, ever new. <laughs> it's been shut down for years, not in no. the undying land. And then you see the glint of silver, the electronics boutique. <laughs> oh, and this this bit is always quite emotional for me because when I watched this movie with my dad and he because my dad likes boats 
And then he turned to me and he goes, and that's how I'd like to go. And he's oh. like, my dad would like just to get on a boat and sail off into the Undying Land. So if my dad, like, once he's getting on in years now, is like, oh, we're going to go on a trip. And I'm like, oh, are you going to go on a boat? Because if you are, I'm cancelling that fucking shit. Like, yeah. don't go dying on the boat, old man. You're not allowed to go out that way. You're not Bilbo Baggins. Right. Sam and Frodo, they hug. And Frodo does a little kiss on Sam's forehead. Very sweet. Oh, kiss already, come on. Friendship they've got. Wouldn't you imagine how fucking he's going to regret that? He's going to go all the way to the Undying Lands and he's never given him a proper kiss. I know. You'll never know. Well, they'll meet in the Undying Lands, won't I they? Yes. And then they can have their big kiss. I guess, they'll have a proper kiss then. Yeah. You know? And that would have been a great time to end the movie there as well, Sam. But it was, wasn't it? Yeah, but we didn't. No? Because then we go back to Hobbiton as well. And Sam very slowly walks over to his wife and oh, he yeah. kisses his kid and he meets his other. Oh, Look yeah. at you. Unopen that oh, back sorry. up. Okay. Open it up. Open it up. I genuinely forgotten one of the false endings. It is, yeah. Right. yeah. So everyone's thinking they can turn off Cinema Swarm. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. You kept like teasing your Star Wars brain. No! <laughs> not yet. And then he looks at his wife and he's yes. and he goes, Sam. You can't always go on living this way, torn in two. You have to make a decision and go on and live your life. Well, I'm home. And then he very slowly walks into his house. And then he closes the door behind him. And then the camera ever so slowly fixates on that doorknob and zooms in. Didn't we start on the first film on a Hobbit door? We did, yes. Yes, it's all come full circle. And then... And back again. The end! And we both went, Way! <laughs> it's over! Right, I'm closing this book. Sam, we started this adventure at lunchtime. It's now 9 o'clock at night. Is it really? It is. Fuck me. Fuck okay. me. We've had our dinner, though, as well, though. Very lovely. I'll tell you what, though. I'm glad that we had the dinner when we did. I wouldn't have the energy to do this. No, if we didn't. no. Tell me what we had for dinner. Kevin made me a nice mushroom stroganoff. I did it was I know? Bloody lovely. A, a mushroom stroganoff, and yeah. I love it. I love a nice mushroom stroganoff. I was going to make a risotto, but it would have taken too long. Hmm. So I thought we'll have a little bit, we'll have a little bit of a stroganoff instead. It was delicious. My treat. That gets five star wars. Oh, very good. But don't think that that's what my review of this. Okay, Sam. It gets four hours out of out of a possible four. Five, possible five. Out of possible five. We did keep on, by the way, the twenty five minutes of credits that have rolled after this for the extended yeah, we version. Yeah, watched the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, in the background, but we still, you know, left it on. Did you get a sense of finality from watching this? I did. Yes. And to be honest, my feelings about it are kind of wrapped up in the feeling of, oh, this is all over. Now. Yeah, that is and a great I, feeling, isn't it, it? I'm getting that feeling mixed up with how I felt about the film. I feel happy that it's done now. That your 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 like your objective has been fulfilled. Yes, much like Sam and Frodo's objective. You've you know? destroyed the ring. I've bracket, destroyed the Lord ring. of trilogy. Yes, my <laughs> commitment to watching these films <laughs> is over now. It was long, and it was a bit boring at points because there were so many epic battles and as we've established i don't get too engaged by those big battle sequences and a lot of it was that i don't think any of the battles in this are as good as the battle of helms deep from the previous movie no and you weren't even that keen on that one were you no so but there was some good character stuff was is it is that like is that more important than battles for you then i guess in this yeah where we're at yeah yeah and as much as the you know there's hokey CGI stuff that I didn't like, there's ghosts and things. It it's uh, all quite uh, it's all quite interesting. It just drags on a bit. I know we watched the extended cut, but I think even the theatrical cut. Yeah, was three and honestly, a half hours. 
once you're past the three hour 20 mark you like, kind of get delirious and it doesn't yeah. matter anymore oh like it's, you know I'd much rather watch a three hour 40 movie compared to a four hour 10 it's like you know you're there you're, you're there and now there's, there's kind of the novelty value that this is the longest film I've ever watched and perhaps ever will watch that is it the longest yeah yeah wow I've not watched a film longer than four hours okay surely not surely not How, what film would there be that's that long Das Boosh is quite long is it I don't think it's that long though no mm. but I'm weighing up whether I liked it more or less than the last one. That's it. If you were to rank the Lord of the Rings movies, where would you rank them? I can't really remember the first one. It's really? Been so, it's been so long and I've kind of... That doesn't say much for I, it, though, if it didn't stick with you at all. Because you did watch it. I did watch it and it, it kind of... It, they were all just setting off on their adventure and nothing really happened of note to me, at least. The second one, I remember thinking, like, that that's long, but I thought it was okay. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. You did prefer the second one to the first one? Yes. Did you prefer this one to the second one? I've been thinking about that, and I'm not sure if it's any better or worse than the second one. It might be on par. I think the fact that it has... What's the broader perception? I don't want to get... The broader perception generally seems to be it goes 2-3-1. The 2 is the one that... that's something people say is the best. Yeah. This this one is the one that won all the Oscars, and this one kind of has the feel good factor of that. It's you know it ends. Yeah. yeah. Everything gets tied up. You know, fucking everything gets tied up. You know, yeah. long way around. We all get there in the end. And the first one is kind of an uphill struggle in the fact that you know it's introducing our stuff. But I think it's like the original Star Wars trilogy as well, is that people take the first one for granted, mm. and that you, which if you think about how important the first one is, and that it introduces you to this world. Yeah. I think the first one is a lot better than people give it credit for. Right. Similarly, I think the first one also gives you probably the most cohesive plot in terms of we're all here, and we all end up here, we get split up. Yeah. Whereas this one is people everywhere coming back together kinda but even like we were going between Oliphants and fucking giant spiders in different worlds it felt like and that's still quite jarring in this experience I feel like I respect this movie how so? I know that people will have put a lot of their emotion and time (laughs) into this series you're you're speaking very respectfully and I think in terms of wrapping everything up and giving people a satisfying conclusion for people who enjoyed Lord of the Rings yeah this would have been great. Was it... Were you satisfied by the end? Oh, yeah, I was totally yeah. satisfied. To the point where I was like, I'm so satisfied you could have taken away a lot of my satisfaction and ended this movie 20 minutes earlier and I still would have been yeah. very satisfied. I'm trying to be objective and see it as a broader thing. Was this movie a romp? Because there's so much action there's so many crazy things like big crazy monsters and ghosts and pirates and big elephants and big spiders and big like things crashing on and all of that and loads of wacky characters and some genuinely funny lines is it a romp it's a grump a grump yeah it's a grump a grump which is not a bad thing yeah the grump got through the door grump did get through the door yeah (sighs) I think it's 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 all right. It's all right. Yeah. Does this leave? But there's you... this sense of relief within me now. Yeah. That I'm kind of overjoyed and delirious with happiness that it's all over. Is there any hope for you and the Lord of the Rings franchise? Would you ever come back to this world? No. Or just very much like <laughs> a, you've been here now and you know it's not for you, but you gave it the old junior college try. Yeah, that's what I feel like. I, I've given it my full attention like you feel like you're someone who's been to university got a degree you genuinely feel is worthless but you're happy for the experience of having been there that's not not, well. not you specifically <laughs> just a lot of people like yes yeah yeah I, you know what i 
I did what I had to do. Some people got more out of it than, than you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, but by God, I was there. Yeah. I was watching it. I've watched the full Lord of the Rings thing start to finish. I've even watched more than I had to. Uh, thank you very much to our supporters over at Patreon.com. <laughs> yes, very Slur. much. I, once we start reviewing The Hobbit on, on Cinema Slurl, you'll what? Like, what? <laughs> Would you like to see that, though? Just an interesting question. Would you like to see that, though? Are you asking me or the no, Cinema I'm Slur asking them. I'm, right. asking, I'm asking them. Would yeah. you like to see that, though? Would, would you, I like to would see you, it? Don't never met him. That's not not important factor in this. Would you like to see that though? That's just something you know. I've got them. They're hmm. extended as well. Yeah. Oh, are they? They are. Great. And if we've got a three D television, they actually yeah. there's a there's three D version there. There's extra discs because it's the only way you can get the extended Blu rays. You also have to get the three D versions. So I have the three D versions in there as well, sitting alongside right. the normal versions. But that's the only way it was it was housed. We'll put a stretch goal to buy a three D. Oh, you can probably pick up three D TVs in skips now. Can't yeah, I'll give no myself one, a headache, mate. I don't no even bother. Like this was a satisfying conclusion to the series. Satisfying conclusion to an unsatisfying series for you? For me, yeah, that's the thing. And I can see this from outside myself. Oh, I see. I've grown a lot in the you, last you've four hours. You have, yeah. yeah. There were romp elements. I liked the characters that I liked before. I thought Gollum was great. But Sam see, and Frodo were cute. With this, though, the way I'm thinking about it is this, right? Aragorn was Irish. The judge of this movie, in many respects, should mm. be, let me look at the scenario for you. It's Christmas time, right? Maybe it's... What's the laziest Christmas day for you? Like, I don't know about you. We've talked about this before, but is, is Boxing Day busy for you or Stephen's Day? Do you do a lot of stuff on the 26th or is that kind of like a lazy... No, that's a lazy that's day. That's a lazy day. Yeah. It's Boxing Day. It's 2pm, right. you've had a decent meal, you're walking downstairs, Dad's popped on Lord of the Rings. Not the extended version, but just he's popped on any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Do you sit down and go, ah, sure, fuck it, let's have a go. You know, no. I can switch my brain off, I've been there, I know. Or do you go, ho oh, ho, no thank you. On this laziest of days, well, maybe now. in which my brain is does not need to be engaged, I will still say no. or would Because that's the lowest hanging fruit. Come sit down with your old dad and watch Lord of the Rings. Would you say yes or no to that offer? That's no reflection on your dad. It's just the concept of yeah. The, you know, it's not like oh, I've loads to do today. Or, I don't think he's a fan either. But I, you know, in this imagine in this world, hypothetical yes. world, it's on Channel Four. You're at a loose end. It's come right. On. Yeah, it's on. Probably now I'd be all right with watching it in the background while I'm looking at my phone and doing other stuff. Well, you wouldn't be like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> no. you're not actually going to engage with it again. Probably not. Okay. But well, you're not going to walk away if it's if you find it on your screen. No, I'm okay with it. You're okay I, with it. I think it. I, I, over time I've got come to terms with the Lord of the Rings in that it's not for me. Yeah. But I see how it is appealing. Okay, dumb question it may seem like, but I do have to ask it. Go for it. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Star Wars. Why? It's better. Why? It's not as fucking long, <laughs> and space is cooler than oldie worldy orcs and shit. There you go, space is cooler. It is. It just is. It just is. Future stuff is much better than like oldie timey. Uh, this this is interesting. I don't know if what I'm saying is true. No, but this I is, get. It. I this get. This is my that. gut feeling. I'm like because it's space. Honestly, it's... I feel that this this is what this movie that, had in, to contend with. Though. In this a way, a... they're similar because you still get weird like yeah. different races of aliens and things, and you get orcs and dragons. Nineties and... kids were brought up to believe that this like Dungeons and Dragons is like, and you know, the whole kind of fancy. This is like, you know, Terry Pratchett, all this stuff. It's 70s and 80s. It's old. We're about whiz bang, futuristic. Well, I suppose for a lot of people, this 
is their equivalent of Star Wars. Yeah. This is like their big trilogy that they remember from their childhood. This was equally For you, as this big. is probably... Uh, yeah, as big, Equally right? as big. Yeah. This, this was equally as big as when the... I saw the original trilogy when it came out in, like, 97, when it was re-released, and I saw those in cinemas. Right. This was, like, as, as big. In terms of the movies as enjoyment factor now, hmm. like, yeah... I think the hype of Lord of the Rings at the time was was very palpable and it was very, very amazing. And it was one of those rare instances of something that seemed to reach across social you know, gaps and whatnot. Yeah. The most random people you would find out had read Lord of the Rings and suddenly cared about it. Whereas Star Wars, you could always have a look at someone up and down and be like, yeah, you've probably seen Star Wars. Like That's why I was so shocked when you hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why this podcast exists. So, yeah, but I will say the rewatches of them they leave a lot to be... I mean, no one needs a movie to be this long. No. No one needs it to be this long. No. You know? Make it two movies. You know, honestly, whatever. It's more fun with a friend, it as is. I said at the start. Yeah. Yeah. If you watched this on your own, you would have been away with it the fucking been fairies. absolute ordeal. A I, I wasn't, like, telling you stuff non-stop, but there was no, but quite we, a few... We were able to that. laugh at things. Yeah. And... I, yeah, I had you to kind of be my guide through. Even some though of it. I was still trying to shut up for most of us. Yeah, but if I just say like, "What's that person's name again?" You yeah, help me out with that. You needed a reference point. Yeah, and that was useful to have. So I guess maybe in a group set. I mean, that's I've never really experienced this as like a bunch of people who love Lord of the Rings go see Lord of the Rings. I remember same me- with Star Wars. I never <laughs> had that kind of communal. We all love Star Wars all over this land. I remember and we all like- love Star Wars <laughs> when. The fortress of Barad-dûr fell, and Sauron's eyes looking around, going blah, blah, as it's crashing. Oh yeah! Literally, people were stood up in the cinema, going "Yeah!" Like it was yeah. so cathartic to see it. But I think a lot of that was of the moment. I missed the, the boat time. a bit. You maybe missed the boat a bit. Yeah, like I'm not years. going to the Undying Land. We're here now. Yes, we're we're gonna well we're gonna lo- load this fandom onto the ship into the Undying Lands and give us Fuck your. Star wipe rating for this one. It's the last of the Lord of the Rings. We're going to think of something new to do for our, or, or zero episodes going forward. Yeah, uh, ideas for episode sixty. Let us know. Yeah, folks. please let us know. Yeah, but um, <laughs> we haven't got anything in the tank. We have nothing in the nothing in the pipeline. Now, the previous one, I was thinking about giving it two and a half stars, but I got cajoled into got giving cajoled. it three. And and you didn't want to give it two. I didn't want so to give it two. Don't say I don't want to be said that I cajoled you to give it three. No, but you. I was not allowing the half measures. And and I'm reining them in, don't worry. No golden rings. So in... Even though Lord of the uh, Gods... It's three star wipes. I don't think it's any better or worse than the last one. I think it's it's good. It does what it needs to do. It's just fucking long. But three... Gosh darn Star Wipes. Happy fifth anniversary. Happy 50th episode. We did it. You heard it here first. Hey, we made it. Thank you so much to everyone who has ever at any point listened to Cinema Swirl. We wouldn't be at this point without you, so thank you so much. This episode was produced by Kevin. It was edited by me, Sam. The music's also by me. Thanks to Fraser, who sent in the Pepsi Blue, by the way. Cheers. If you want to support the show directly, patreon.com forward slash cinemaswirl is the way to go. If you want to follow us on Twitter, that's at cinemaswirl. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Cinema Swirl. If you've got questions for the blooming mailbag, then send them on in to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. If you know anyone who you think would get a kick out of the show, recommend it. See what they think. Leave a review. Keep listening. Thank you for sticking with us for 50 episodes. Happy birthday. Bye. <laughs>